Welcome to the Nick and Matt Show. Bringing the player interviews you want to hear and the hot topics you want to discuss. Recording live in studio, here's Nick and Matt. I'll fix it. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Episode 164 tonight. Presented by Cosmic DG. Go check them out at CosmicDG.com. Cosmic Disc Golf. Um, we are starting 30 minutes late, and the reason is because we have such an incredible guest tonight <laughs> that he just showed up. I'm just kidding. We are dealing with stuff on our end, but it seems like we have it figured out. So we're hoping that, that when you say we, what does that mean? Exactly. We, as in Casey and I are just sitting here <laughs> and Ben and Matt are Wrong trying around. to diagnose all the problems all at once. And I'm just like, Hey, when we go live, we go live. So we're hoping that we're not going to have any issues anymore. And we're going to talk a little disc golf. We got some fun games again tonight. It's the off season. So not too much has been thrown around. I think in the disc golf worlds, I know that, uh, Casey over here, we actually do have him in studio, so whenever we want to pop him up. We also have Evan in New Hampshire. Evan. So give us one second, because Casey right now is the logo of the Nick and Matt, and that's not Casey. It's okay. Everybody. (laughs) That is Nick and Matt. Just so our live audience audience knows we're having technical issues, the recording audience, people listening, which is majority, 95% of our listeners are hearing a great show. So how are you doing, Casey? Ah, you didn't tell me I wasn't supposed to wear all green. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, you just disappear. Yeah. You can go to him blank blank up. I mean, my blank well. up. Yeah, no. right. I'm, no. here is Casey White. I wore, all, in the I, flesh. I wore my green suit. <laughs> you wore the green suit. All right. Well, I'm gonna work on this a little bit here, but let's talk about a few things as I get to work on the tech because we didn't want to keep everybody held up here. Um, Las Vegas Challenge shifted to May 9th and 10th. You're a touring player, Casey. Does that appeal to you? It's Mother's Day weekend. What do you think about this whole thing, first of all, with it jumping off tour and on tour? Let's get right into it. I mean, am I glad that I don't have to drive 48 hours before I even get to play a tournament? Absolutely. <laughs> um, am oh, I sad shade. that I don't get to uh, indulge in the Las Vegas festivities to start my year with all my friends that I haven't seen in a couple months? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I am upset about that. However, it's like you win some, you lose some. If I really want to take that week and still hit up Las Vegas and play the tournament for the seventh year in a row or however many times I've played it, then I might. I haven't decided yet, but I think that the flow of the tour just works better now, and I'm no complaints here. Nice. I I haven't gone over the whole A tier schedule, but I heard that it was the same weekend as the 303 Open. Yeah. Uh, So that's that. It's at uh, what Badlands again? I I would play play zero zero tournaments. tournaments. Before, before I played, played 303. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they used, used to have it at Budweiser. Your on Badlands? They used to have it at Budweiser. I think they moved it to Badlands last year. year. But, but I haven't played, played it since 2021 anyway. anyway. Uh, when I am in the Fort Collins, Denver area, that's the Dismania headquarters. So I have more fun hanging out with my warehouse friends and just the whole Dismania crew playing their league rounds and going through the warehouse more than trying to be there to compete. We're getting told that we have Echo. Who is echoing, Chad? Oh, okay. We just, got it. we just got it. It wasn't the whole time, but yes. Okay. As soon as I oh, fixed no. Casey, as soon as I fixed Casey, because you're green, you took yeah, off I your changed, green suit. I, I, yeah. yeah, I changed my clothes. As soon, yeah. as soon as I fixed him, we got Echo. So, in all seriousness, those fans of the show, Nick started it out saying we're having issues, and I was like, "Don't tell them; they're not going to have any more issues. So they don't need to know." But now we're continuing to have issues, so we yeah. apologize for that. But we seem to be. Knock on wood, everybody. Everybody, collectively, wherever you are. Knock, knock, knock. All right, cool. Um, how about 
I think we were off air in between bad tech issues and not, but JJ and TJ, two different players. One was in the NFL. One is still connected to the NFL. and One's actively playing in the NFL. TJ Watt, JJ Watt. They posted their social media and said their golf game, <laughs> their, their disc golf game is about as good as their golf game. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my initial reaction is it's always cool to see people finding it, but the only hesitation I have when I see something like that, I'm not a gatekeeper of disc golf at all. I'm like everybody, I want everybody to find it, mm -hmm. but I'm like, I feel like they would be more likely to return to disc golf as for fun. If somebody was with them that could throw, mm. even if it's Tanner, my son, Tanner, because like, I don't know if they, maybe they've watched videos, but I don't know if they know what can be done with it. And so if they're just like yucking a disc up in the air, like, are they like, yeah, this is horrible. I, I have a feeling, what do you think? I have a feeling that the presence of a decent thrower or not doesn't really have anything to do with it. The thing if, that if they I, would want to come back, you're saying the yeah. thing. Yeah, of course. The thing that I do worry about though, is like the onslaught of DMS and incoming messages just from anyone and everyone. Like, I don't even know. They're like, Oh wow. The disc golf community. They're like way too over the top. Like yeah. we just did that one time. Like we were never planning on playing again. And like, <laughs> you know what? Now we're never definitely. Where'd they get their disc from? I the mean, the Nick golf, and Matt show yeah. wants to land the interview. I'd ask them where they yeah. got their disc from dicks. Probably yeah, sports yes, authority, man. Walmart. I mean, they they I, might live near a pro shop. Did anybody I see mean, what who, they were throwing? No idea. Maybe um, an end of a disc. No Nose up hysers. Yeah, it looked Some, like something yeah. blue. That's <laughs> and no, all I know. If you look it up, I thought it looked MVP. Maybe it does. Maybe it yeah, is. I don't think so. Well, I, I say that joke is the best part of this post to me was I think TJ posted it on Instagram. So different than JJ's uh, Twitter post, JJ which Twitter. got cream. Yeah, I the think TJ's Instagram post was just. I think I couldn't tell which one. They're they look similar. They're big bulky <laughs> football guys, but just in the woods looking for a disc and could not find it. And all you hear is like, "Oh, I I, I don't know." Like it's blue, uh, and that's <laughs> that's all you hear. And I'm just like, "That's every single one of us when yeah. we start disc golf." It, it's the most relatable post I've ever seen. Yeah. So I I say all news is good news. Mm -hmm. This is good for disc golf, no matter uh, if they could be better if they're playing with someone. No matter if there's yeah. everyone and everyone uh, responding. To DMs. That's not how the saying goes. Excuse me, but uh, I, I say it's good overall. So I, I love seeing it, and I'll say something in the Pittsburgh waters because uh, Casey DeSmith, who no longer plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins, but when he uh, when he did, he was an avid disc golfer. The guy, the hockey goalie with the basket on his uh, mm -hmm. helmet, uh, Pittsburgh area. So mm -hmm. th they got some awesome courses there. Uh, get some pros to play disc golf. That's pretty cool. So I think I just looked it up, and maybe I changed my mind. It might look like Innova. I think he's throwing a Skywalker, actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my thought on this is you guys talk about anybody and everybody and they're over the top, yeah. but in all seriousness, Discraft has celebrity team players. Innova has celebrity team players. Uh, who else? Not Dismania. Okay. Not Dismania. Um, Dynamic has Casey DeSmith. Yeah. But uh, so we're saying they're over the top, but should we collectively as a group of people just be like, Hey, just let the manufacturers handle the contact. You know what I mean? Like who should it be? No, Everybody's just excited. let the people play yeah. disc golf. Yeah. No, but I mean like as the Nick and Matt show, like we're going to reach out and try to get an interview. I'm saying like, yeah. why would we not? I, I would also like to add a fact about Casey DeSmith. Casey and I want to hear that resided. argument. Why we would not. Casey DeSmith resided you have nothing in to say. while he played for the Penguins, but he's actually from Rochester, New Hampshire. And his home course yes, is Salmon he is. Falls. Look for your die. And he is unfortunately a Canadians fan being from Southern New Hampshire, which doesn't make much sense, but it's a family thing. I get Kick it. Kick him out of here. 
Seriously, yep. do you see a reason why we wouldn't go up for an interview? Because I'm hearing this other side of the debate from the other side of the room. If we message them mm-hmm. on Instagram, mm-hmm. I then by all means, we'll go for it. Let's go for it. I mean, I'm going to do it right shoot now. Shoot a shot. Shoot yeah. a shoot. Well, yeah, okay. I get it. This shoot is what shoot. Matt's saying. But, but a minute ago, I understand. Why not try? No, but, but a minute ago, 100% try. It's just, it's another thing of like, I was hearing just a minute ago. People might have just like, wanted to post a picture saying, hey, we're outside, we're doing something fun. Okay, and then I you get, a, get every Say it, pro. say it, Evan. I'm every, so happy. Every no. single pro <laughs> and their mother. He's a celebrity. Yes. Every single pro and their mother. That's what happens. Yeah. That's his hey, why, life. Why, He's an why do we want him on for in America? Why do we want him if on Tom for an Brady interview? Walks down the street, if Tom Brady walks down the street and somebody goes, oh my goodness, it's Tom Brady, are you going to go up to him and be like, hey, no, 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 that makes people look weird. That, nope, nope. You're from New England. New Englanders aren't like that. We we don't want people not to like New Englanders because you get excited about a celebrity. You don't say that. You let someone be them and get all excited. You might do something different. Why? That's okay. Why do we want to have him on the show? Sorry to get so angry at why this. Why do we want to have him on the show? <laughs> I love how we just got yeah. so amped. No, it's just like, why, um, why? why do we want to have him on so the show? The Nick it's and, good content. Yep, it's so, clout. No, yeah, it's yes. good content. It's good no, content. I, would be very interested to hear what he says. A million percent. Like having on Andrew Zimmern. Why did we do that? Why do we have on anybody we, we talk have? about and, his football Andrew Zimmern too. is actually like doing stuff. This is very possible that this is their intro and like it'd be interesting. Like, yeah. t- how about Teddy Bruschi? Like, I think that'd be a great interview Who had, as well. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think all of these people would be Star good Star. interviews, but it's just when one picture gets posted of them playing. But why golf, did they post it? It's. Maybe just to say I'm going out and having fun. Yeah, I mean, why does any pro player post anything? He knows yeah. everything he's doing. His social media is like, it's not him posting for fun. It's him trying to grow everything about him. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to be a lovable fun guy who's in retired, who has a now a TV career. That's a post to say, hey, I do fun things and I'm not good at everything. I'm good at football, but I'm trash at disc golf. I'm trash at golf, but I have fun with my brother. Like that's literally, it's him to be like, it's him to make look good. Like that's the whole post. Like I, we'll go with it's that. not him sending yeah. a text to his friends and being like, "Oh, I tried disc golf. It's so cool." Yeah. Like it's not like that. He's posted it on social media. Like he's a celebrity with, I would bet, over a million followers. That's what happens. Yeah, I am literally messaging him right now. We should place bets. Everybody should place bets, and I'm telling him half the show doesn't think he'll answer. Okay. Yes. I, I mean, I maybe we, we gotta get in touch with his like agent or something. And when we interview them, they can't be in the room. Can we place that bet now? Casey, sure, yeah, Casey can't be in the room. Well, there's no room on the couch. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna get both of them on the show, I can't just be sitting here on the couch. No, yeah. you can't actually. Next time, next time, JJ Watson, Lester uh, Mass, we'll uh, have him on the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right here on the couch. True true no this was a fun segment guys I, I just find it really interesting like we're an interview show and evan you agree with me yeah i think I, it would be I a home run too. interview yeah i'm also so sick. amped nick bring any subject and i'm gonna tear you down let's go <laughs> any subject jeez any subject <laughs> to be okay to to have full perspective here i know what nick and i don't know if i'm putting words in casey's mouth like i know what you're getting at like i i can see that side of it where you're like, just leave people alone. Nah, I was playing around. And that's, yeah. <laughs> I was just like trying to, I'm not as much. Yeah. <laughs> it's partly because, it's partly because, <laughs> and I, I say this with all seriousness, you are friends with people who are celebrities. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have a unique perspective, I think, compared to most, where you're like, I'm, I'm like, why are we hitting them up? They, they're getting hit up all the time. Like, just leave them alone. Yeah. Am I friends. sticking words in your mouth? No, Is that like right. the perspective no. you're bringing? I yeah, have more a, so. Yeah. I have yeah. a comparison for it's, you. 
Go ahead. When Simon shows up to freaking, I don't even know. Anywhere. South Dakota. He's never stepped foot there before. Posts a picture from this one course that he happened to play in South Dakota. And he gets a thousand messages from all the locals of that course. And Simon, I'll be there tomorrow at 1 p.m. Like, please yeah, come, come play, play with me. Like, there's yeah. a 0.0% chance that he comes out to play that course. He just, like, happened to post that picture that one time. So, like, the way I see it, that's awesome that they posted it for the first time. He's got a lot of followers, people who never heard of disc golf in any way, shape, or form. And even, like, the translation to the fact that it's similar to golf, like, just to get that point across is really good. However, like I'll consider it a win when he posts the second time mm-hmm. playing disc golf, which is where I, I agree there. Yes, which is where I kind of started that conversation, and I'm I'm interested in you elaborating a little bit more, Casey, on this because I said I felt like if you go with someone, I can remember my first time seeing somebody else throw besides me, and I thought it was magic. I saw a Heiser flip. And I was like, what just happened? The disc went out at this angle and it went to that angle and it took disc golf. I couldn't do it. But in my brain, it took it to a whole nother place where I was like, I have to keep trying to figure this out. Whereas for them, I'm saying the limitation is I I said, yucked it up. I don't even know how they threw, but like just throwing a disc and being like, oh, is this it? You know what I mean? Like showing them the difference. Let me play a scenario for you. Do it. All right, so DJ and JJ out on the course, chucking it up, looking for discs. (laughs) Somebody comes and runs into them because they're, whatever, playing faster than them, says, hey, do you guys mind if I throw through? They're like, yeah, we're searching in the bushes. Well, this guy's got freaking work boots on, torn jeans. He's got, like, two discs that look like they survived World War II, and he's just, like, whatever, plays that course every day with those two discs, so he's got all the lines down. And this guy, who's clearly not an athlete, steps up and throws that Heiser flip and just absolutely (laughs) pins it. And they're sitting there looking like chumps. I mean, it could go either way. They could be like, wow, this sport's really not for us. Or they could do the wow factor. Yep, I agree. Good perspective. And uh, the chat's telling me Brody reached out to JJ. So, yeah, everybody in... All right, there. so then everybody's uh, gonna take second place to that DM. Well, well, maybe, maybe he's like, dude, I just feel for the Nick and Matt show. His part is really possible. <laughs> maybe they posted that just so that they could start a conversation with Brody. Like they were just fiending. True, Brody's that, that makes. I think that's the most likely situation yeah. where it's yeah. like. Yeah, we want to hang out with Brody. Yeah. How do we get in contact with him? Yeah. They, know, like, late, they were like up late at night, sifting through YouTube. <laughs> like, you remember that trick shot guy? Remember those trick shots yeah. like with the Frisbee? You used to throw him in the basketball hoop? Let's look those up. And he's like, oh, the, he doesn't do trick shots anymore. He does disc golf. And they maybe tried it out so that he would message him. <laughs> yeah. They were okay. just looking for the clout. They are just chasing it. Kind of separate conversation. Plausible. <laughs> I've, I get to experience this a little bit. Nick gets to experience this probably even more than I did. Uh, the Nick and Matt show is coming along. Casey, you probably experienced it a fair amount. People just like handing you products. Like here, here. Like, do you want this? You want that? Like, I got a good product here. I want you to try it here. Just, I don't care. I was at USDGC, like bags of stuff were just coming my way. And I'm like, thanks. And I'm like, you know, some of this stuff, like I can't talk about on the show. We have other ad deals or whatever, but like, they're like, I don't care. I just want you to have it. Um, what do you think it's like to be like, like celebrity? JJ Watt, where well, every, every, every yeah. single company every will just give them anything for free. Them right now but like just free every yeah. and i mean beyond disc golf yeah. car companies here's a car like mm-hmm. what is it like nick tell me i wish probably I, awesome I, I don't yeah know we that, wish we knew what scale. it was like I'm not, yeah I'm but not do they care at that part. level once they're that big of a celebrity like oh this is free for me does it matter anymore to them 
I think, I think depending on what it is, yeah. like if you're a Honda guy and Kia comes up to you and says, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to give you this brand new Kia. You're probably like, I don't really care about Kia. So I'm not going to take that. And when you have so much money, like they do, they can go out and they can buy a Honda. Now, obviously they're worth millions. They're probably not driving around a Honda Accord, but the sentiment is still the same of they're very, I would assume picky and choosy. Even some of the top pros that we have in our sport, when a lot of big companies that are outside of disc golf reach out to them, they will send them free stuff. Yeah. But you don't see it all the time on those pro social media. Like take, take Celsius, for instance, Paul and Dylan had a Celsius deal back in the day. And that's something that Paul liked the product, wanted to promote the product and Celsius wanted Paul to actually promote the product as well. Now, some random company, like let's say monster could give it to Paul. Now, Paul doesn't really care for monster. So he might say, Hey, thanks for the free stuff, but not really interested in going along. But I don't want to put words in his mouth because maybe he has a monster <laughs> sponsorship going on next year. Who knows? Yeah. But you get to that point, you can be picky and choosy. It's on like what you uh, yeah. Nick like Discraft. So he mm-hmm. was just like, hey, Discraft, like I'm going to support you guys no matter what. What do you think about putting me on the team? And they're like, yeah, that sounds good. And then but, Prodigy's like, hey, Nick, what do you think about throwing Prodigy? You're just like, nah. How much you pay? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the same with any sort of sponsorship. So let's move on. And by the way, we brought Casey White in the studio because we think he's cool and you think he's cool. And when I say you, I mean the listener. Last time we had him on was last year. And we had more comments praising Casey White's appearance on the show. It's either because of how bad the Nick and Matt show is or it's because how cool Casey is. Either way, we'll take it. Um, But he's here. It's possible it happens a few more times during the offseason, but that's why we're just letting him participate in the conversation. This is not a full-blown interview of Casey. We just think he he contributes in an awesome way to the conversations. Uh, there's a few things that I would like to mention uh, in passing, which maybe turns into something else where we can all rip each other's heads off over, but Let's PDGA go. rules. So I saw officially the PDGA rules went through. I am not prepared to talk about it. I'm curious if anybody else has seen uh, which rules went in. I can give us one. I just heard we're all keeping score. Yes. That's the only yeah, one. That's the that, one I got. That's the only one that I think actually affects like the tour. Okay. And it's about time because I keep score for every single round I play. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, duh, of course I'm going to keep score. Like my least favorite thing of all events is when I'm at the first tee and whoever it is, Jeff Jaqua, says, we need somebody to keep yeah. score. And I go, what were we going to do, play for fun? Yeah. I said, yeah, I know I have to take score. And I'm like, I already got a scorecard. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, don't thank me for keeping score. Like, we, we're playing for score. And somebody has to do it. Like, I don't know. The the whole, like, I don't want to keep score thing. Like, I don't like to look at my phone. Like, I do not check scores whatsoever. And I keep score every single round and have no issues with it. So, I don't know. People got problems. Casey, I'm right there with you. And I will gladly say bye to those awkward conversations where like, I don't mind keeping score, but still have to ask people if they want to, or if they don't mind me doing it. Cause I'm not trying to force myself to keep score. If someone else wants to like, I, I don't know if that makes sense to other people, but that was always so awkward for me and just never liked doing it. So now I'm just like, yeah, round starting, I'm going to keep score. I'm not even going to say I'm keeping score because it's going to be obvious. And if I guess <laughs> <laughs> if somebody's not keeping score, you have to take care of it then. But uh, you assume people are, I guess. I reached a point at the USDGC where I had kept score for so many rounds consecutively that like one round at USDGC, Jeff Brick was caddying for Simon and like whole two's tee pad. He's like, all right, whole one, like what'd you guys get? And then I, whatever, I was just like thrown off by it because usually 
the second person keeping score is like catching up to what I've done for a couple holes. You know what I mean? And I actually had to ask Jeff on like hole three or four. I was like, Hey Jeff, like, do you mind if I call him out? Like it's just become a part of my tournament routine that like, it's like so weird that somebody else is like voluntarily <laughs> announcing scores. Like I just, it, I felt like I was off my rhythm. Well, so what are you going to do now? I'm going to be the one of the four players calling out the scores after that in the hole. Oh, okay. So nothing <laughs> changes. They're just also no, trying no. to get themselves yes, to exactly. it. Okay. I see. So I've seen a few TDs that are concerned with this because they don't know how it practically plays out. But let me say what I think it is. You guys respond and tell me if you think I'm correct. Each person is not responsible to submit electronically per se their own individual score like whether it's here's a scorecard i'm submitting my scorecard to the td each person is responsible to track their score there's a difference there and then the submission of the score is once it's verified so like if i'm paper you're paper and we have two digitals yeah you hear what i'm saying Matt, right? i'm gonna correct i'm gonna correct you right now i pulled i pulled it up so we got exact the, words right here this is the new language um and, and this is i the can see it here I it up yep. new language okay. yep. let me tell you each <laughs> player must keep an independent scorecard yes. recording scores after each hole yes. for the entire group understood and then it, it goes on so to say what more i'm saying with that I is that yes but that uh, this is what i'm saying responsible to track your score is different than submitting it and and what i mean by that is if i, I have see. a paper scorecard and i've tracked it through the whole round because that is my responsibility now and requirement I don't turn in that scorecard to the TD is my understanding. It would be, let's say one person on our card is tracking digitally. I can go to that person and we can confirm the score and submit that. So I'm going to just say exactly what's in section yep. F right here, yep. which is all players are responsible for mm -hmm. reconciling and submitting their copy mm -hmm. of the scorecard within 30 minutes of when their group finished their round. Uh, and then penalties if you don't. Um, so that tells me that, yeah, each person has to submit it. If, if it's your group of four, all doing paper scorecards, all four of your paper scorecards have to be submitted. Okay, all four but if one PGA digital Live, scorecard, that. yes, but if there's one person tracking digital scorecard, which has everybody's score on it, you see what I'm saying? That person could submit. Are we saying that we have to turn in our paper scorecards as well? Or is it all the submission? players. Yes, submit. For but I'm saying you can submit it digitally. Yep. Okay. Submitting. So you can submit I, it digitally. I'm not following that. I'm sorry. You can submit it digitally for that one person like we always have done through this whole last year. And then you can just turn in your paper as like, here, I did my duty. You see what I'm saying? Like, So all four players are still submitting a scorecard. Are you like disagreeing with the rule? I'm saying... you just not understanding it? No. Like no. What I'm saying is that TD is not taking the paper from my hand and then going and inputting it in somewhere. Would you agree with that? Well, he might be oh, making sure I that everyone's scores yeah. are the same. Yeah. I'm saying that digital scorecard, if one person on my card is doing it, and I sign my name to that one, and it's submitted, I will still turn in my paper. But I don't think the TD is going to do anything with that, except if there's a problem, go look at it. Yeah. That's I what I'm that's trying to say. Assumption, Matt. It's I, not I actually like being to... submitted in that sense. That's all. I, I didn't get my this words is, well. This is where and I... To I, clarify, the player... Players will reconcile it, so the paper scorecard still will be added up to make sure it matches the digital. Interesting. But on the TD side, I would assume what you're thinking, Matt. Yeah. The TD is not going to count up the paper scorecard. It's for reconciling. Yes. What? But maybe they do have to, and we might have that <laughs> yeah, wrong. Exactly. But that's my assumption. Exactly. What's the, I think, what's the attachment to paper, though? Like, 
Keeping score on a phone is like the easiest thing ever. Well, you people don't like to use no. their phones for some odd reason. No, no. A very Do you think that's way. a joke? As in, like, I think that's a joke I think, because people didn't want I, to use no, it. No, I like, think it's laughable when people say that because it's just like, here we <laughs> that's go. What I'm right? There's a little scroll down button that says focus. And when you yeah. hit that, you put it on do not disturb. And guess round. what? You don't check your text messages no. or you don't check scores like that. Yeah. It's very I'm simple to not use your phone. But the, th the thing about the digital scorecard is it's incredible in the sense of, Oh, hey, we just submitted scores on hole two. There's an error. Yep. Let's go back really quick before everyone tees right off. Let's fix that error. Or while you're walking down the fairway, be like, hey, yo, for some odd reason, it's saying there's an error. You got all four people doing that. It says, hey, four out of four cards are in sync. Four to four cards are in sync. Three out of four cards. Okay, who goofed up? Yep. And then at that point, everyone knows no one is making a mistake on the correct it. score too yeah. so let me give yeah, that's you a, awesome let me give you a few because we're going to come up with reasons why people should use digital and i'm on board but that's not realistic in every situation for instance my 13 year old my nine-year-old now i know you're like okay matt you're going out on a limb but not really because i've been to worlds for the past three years and junior sports is exploding a lot of kids are now getting phones, but a lot of parents aren't doing that with them, right? So then you can say, well, the caddies with them, they can do it. Well, at 13, they don't need a caddy anymore, but they still might not have a phone. All I'm saying is there's scenarios where this exists, where like my son walked up to a tournament out of Westie and they're like, hey, we need, you know, uh, whoever to keep score because you're on top or however they were deciding. He's like, I don't have a phone. They're like, oh, like, <laughs> what do we do? So my point is, it's always going to be a thing. I was just getting back to everybody's responsibility is now to keep score. I don't think it increases work for the TD. This is my point. As long as one person is digitally tracking it, the rest of it is for reconciling if scores were submitted incorrectly. I, I, I don't know if I have that right. That's my guess, how it plays out. Yeah, I think you're right, Matt. What I want to say is that it, you are playing a tournament. It's good to be prepared. Mm -hmm. The TD might have paper scorecards. That would be awesome if they did. But you're also playing a tournament. You should be prepared. And just like you're bringing maybe extra towels in case it's raining, you should have some paper scorecards in your bag. Maybe Interesting. Maybe expo scorecard like you know how the, I, i've gotten a few of those that's funny expo marker but yes also <laughs> shout out to that uh and you can Make do that so it's reusable ben. uh I so i don't think yeah there's there's ways to be prepared uh i, I will say like big business disc golf hello ledgestone <laughs> but like if you're a big organization or company or business that's running disc golf tournaments for your job i think it wouldn't be crazy to go wherever you want to go, Walmart, wherever it is, okay? You can get like an Android phone for like 40 bucks now, 30 bucks. And if you're running tournaments all the time and you have 18 of these just sitting on standby charging, you don't even have to do uh, a cell plan with them. Yeah, you Be do. No, because it doesn't have to update at the time. It has to start with Wi-Fi and then it will wait. Like, ah. And then when you get back, it would load it in. Is well, my understanding? Yeah, but then it wouldn't be like the. It wouldn't be great live. Yeah, like that. I, mean, I think I think that that <laughs> is a paper, way. way that's, I think that's a little overstretched. Yeah, I mean you can. If so you then want, pay prepay with like a twenty minute card. Or everybody something. keeps score, well, and then in a year, ago, a year from now, I'm just talking big business. The, those companies, yeah. Nate, Casey, Nate Nate we're talking this about. If it's going to be non-factor, and I, yeah, I might give yeah. it two years. We're going to forget that ever even happened. I don't care about it, right? I don't either. Some people yeah. are just bothered because like, they don't it, use their it's phone. Like, it's like the people at MVP Open. Like, you know, there's only some of us that can go, man, remember when we used to come here and watch for free? Like, nobody <laughs> yeah. even remembers that that was a Casey, thing. Casey, thank you for changing the subject. How crazy was that, dude? I remember you were, well, you were there. You were much younger. But, like, yeah. we could... 
You would just walk on. You just yeah, walk on yeah. the property. Nobody cares that yeah, you're no there. And I'm parking. sitting on the picnic table yeah. talking with the players on the card. Like, there's yeah. no big deal. I mean, at each hole, like, yeah. we're eating peanut butter and jellies together. Like, hole 13. Yeah. We're like, what's up, dudes? Crazy. A crazy, crazy time. So, uh, the other rules. Uh, we got some other cool stuff coming up, by the way. Games, again, people love two truths and a lie. Uh, we discovered, uh, you know, DD and DG being changed uh, on Clemens. Inst- yep. Yeah, so we're going to, we'll take a look at some other ones possibly. I think Casey's good at that game. By the way, you don't have to hold that stand. You could take the mic out, whatever's more comfortable for you. <laughs> whatever's more comfortable. The chat feels bad for you, they said. Yeah, they should. Okay. Oh, <laughs> let's see. Here's here's another major rule. Moving obstacles. <sighs> Nobody told me that. This greatly Ooh, I like <laughs> this one. This greatly broadens the area in which players may move casual obstacles. This change responds to requests from play. Ooh, they see they're putting it out there like this is request from the players that the rules grant the ability to clear casual obstacles from a larger area to accommodate a run up. Casey White, Champions Cup. Uh, pine cones on the ground. You're serious. Is this no. a direct citation? No. <laughs> but you did like <laughs> snow. This is the pioneer. You did snow <laughs> angels. No, 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 no. All right. So what happened was Tell them. I practiced that course for weeks. And Get weeks. the mic a little closer. There and you I go. knew that that rule change was in effect now. Mm-hmm. And I had been taking my time in practice to clear out every single lie. And then at the players meeting, Robert Leonard was like, so we're going to talk about this rule that you can't clear anything and you have to do this and you have to do that. And literally at the players meeting, I don't remember if it was me or somebody else, but they were like, well, if I can get a contact point from six feet behind, if I were to lay down, (laughs) nobody can tell me I'm not going to throw this shot laying down. Right. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like Robert was like, yeah, you kind of got us there. So I'm on lead card round two. I have a shot that requires a run up for a big sidearm. And I look straight at Rebecca Duffy, the marshal. And I said, I'm about to lay down and clear a freaking six foot runway here. And she goes, go for it. And I go do a, do a plank. I look at my card, say, this is good. And I clear a whole runway and I proceed to absolutely park it for birdie. Nice. So this rule, and I brought it up and I thought it was ironic and funny that, yeah, you were here <laughs> just sitting in this seat right now as I read this rule. I think there's zero reason this shouldn't have been a rule. Now, I get there are some caveats like, well, how far and where and what can people move? But I think realistically, if you have the ability to stand in your lie at any any point and some, an obstacle that's casual in nature is there, you should be able to move it. Yeah. That's where I'm at. So that's what the rule yeah. is. I no, mean, when they when they was brought up at that players meeting and somebody said, like, isn't that like an like it could be an injury like whatever a injury problem and their answer was well then you should stand still <laughs> that's crazy and i thought that the rule was gonna okay. i thought they were gonna ben Kenny just sinks his around I'm at gonna, that point <laughs> I, I will defend that part because i think oh. that like, i think like i started I, working I get, on my standstill i'll say that yeah i get why people go there i i do get it but i also think like you're not always entitled for the optimal uh run-up at any point on the course, like your throw didn't land. Like that's part of the game is to land where an optimal run-up can be. And I get there's a scenarios everywhere. You can always find one, but I do think it's a point to land somewhere. It, sometimes it just stinks. That's golf. We talked My about this opinion and we're not taking it this direction, but I think it was with Simon and Steve Dodge. Mm-hmm. Remember, yeah, we were like, maybe we should make like stand- a greater point about myself. Yeah, like standstill areas or all- like, we're not going to get into that topic because we've done that plenty of times, but like, that's, that's kind of what I hear you saying, Evan, is like, this is part yeah, of the game. It's all it's part of the similar. Game. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. so the, the flaw in the rule was that, like, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't move anything. But, like, 
the thing is, is say I only clear like a two feet long runway for my run up because that's where my lie is. But when I back up to run up, I'm kicking pine cone after pine cone to the side and I'm clearing away anyway, just because I'm backing up from my lie. Like I've done it. I've seen people do it. I've done it very consciously being like, eh, I'm not really in the mood to lay down. So as I walk behind my like behind my lie, I'm just going to kind of just shuffle my feet and slide these obstacles out of the way. And I just think that that was the flaw in the rule was mm -hmm. I didn't have to lay down every single time. I just had to look casual. <laughs> it is look what it casual. is, man. Yeah, that's funny. I'm playing for money. That is funny. <laughs> I, I, hey, I, I'm with you there. I, I, I think, I think personally, I just want to see the best golf. So if you got to run up to, to be, do the best shot, then do it. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not gonna yeah, respond. Don't I, yeah, we know it's wrong. wrong. I'm biting my tongue. We've you had that. That's, that. that's going back to that conversation again. By the way, Ben's camera you know has been wrong. sacrificed Sorry, for wrong. tonight. That's unfortunate, that's but okay. I'm not touching anything because <laughs> we're just gonna crash it again. That's okay. I can see him. New computer. Yeah, we can yeah. see him. Yep. Uh, can I do a shameless, as Nick says, shameless plug? Can I do mm -hmm. that right now? Yeah. I've I've never done an advertisement for my own anything on the show. My own anything. But can you go full screen on me? I want to. This. My friends, I don't know if you can see it. I'll show, I'll show you, Casey. You might have already seen it. What a mushroom. This is a disc golf artwork piece that I have uh, done here. It's on Canvas, but you can go get one somewhere online. <laughs> hit, hit, us up, hit us up on the Nick and Matt show. I'll send you the right link. Here's another one. I have a whole collection of them, maybe wow. six, six or seven different... Um, types of mushroom art if you're into the art we've had people buying them from me which is pretty cool online it's a drop ship service because i sold them at ben kenny's northeast disc golf expo yep. they and sound like hot picks. i they yeah literally sold out in the first like two hours or an hour of the event a week long weekend long he had some fun guys come out to the expo <laughs> a lot of fun guys lot of fun are you guys. coming to the expo case when is it January 27th and 28th. Ooh, I know. That's, that's like... He's headed down south. That's like, like right at the buzzer. We'll know. send you off. We'll see. Um, we'll send you off. Ellie and I are going to a concert January 19th, so I'm at least staying that long. So oh, we'll boy. Yeah, so if you guys want to meet Casey White, tentative. <laughs> <laughs> but get in some, all get seriousness... Get Skywalkers ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can do the, those Skywalkers selling and signing. Right? The mushrooms sold, like, seriously incredible. I was humbled. It was... I've been doing this artwork for probably years, like four or five years. Always just kept it to myself. First time it really came out was the expo. Mm -hmm. People bought them and I'm like, what? Like, and then people are like, where can I get them? Where can I get them? And I had, didn't have anything available until right now. I decided just to make them available. If you'd like something like that, again, send us a message and um, I'll send you the link to get it. But we have six different ones. Uh, check it out. Okay. Moving on from that. That's the first time I've done that. Maybe not the last, but probably close to the last me ever selling something on here on the show like that. But if you like it, support it. Thank you. Um, we didn't talk a lot about this and I kind of want to, before we get into it, but I want to tease it. European tour. Okay. A little bit about that. And just a topic surrounding that because of the announcement of the quote or unquote merger of, you know, the PDGA disc golf pro tour Europe. Um, but before we get into that, let's go ahead and move into a lighthearted fun segment and we'll carry that conversation in later. We're going to start it out here um, with two truths and a lie. Two lies and one truth. Yeah, if you want. Simon. <laughs> Simon. Them Germans. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I did like his uh, strategy, though. I'll just say the same thing three different ways. <laughs> um, but let's get to it. I'm, 
I'm antsy for his next vlog where he shows off the minivan. Like, I can't wait. Like, he's, he's been talking he's about it for a while. It. He's been hyping it up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Gotta do I a remember, Cribs thing. That's what I was saying. I hung out with him on Thursday and he was like, dude, I forgot to show you the minivan. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot you actually had one. Well, we he originally wanted to show. buy an old beater pickup truck. Yeah. I'm like, you really are going full dad mode. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Like, you're just like, yeah. you might as well be 40 already. Yeah, too American. Too American at that point. Okay. I think that's what he told me. Something like that. Too American. Um, oh, we already got people asking and saying they're super interested in the mushroom. How much am I charging? So if you're listening to the show right now, I'll send you the link. All the pricing is there. It's online. Like you're going to do it all through the storefront. It won't be directly through me. I will say the prices range for like a smallish paper size one, maybe $35, maybe 37 shipped, something like that up to $75 for like a poster, like a full blown poster size. So it's, it's, it's reasonable. Um, all right. And Shout out to Matt Schleybach. Anybody know that Schley name? Daddy. <clears throat> Schley Daddy. Schley Daddy. Hey guys, Matt here. Oh, I got it for you. I got you. Hold on. Hey guys. Hey guys, Matt here. <laughs> Yo! It's my birthday today. <laughs> that was good. We have a group of disc golfers uh, trying some steak. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> so, actually, that's accurate. Did you yeah. get to do the, the steak battle with him, Casey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, so not, I'm getting not it not in like two weeks. official one. We okay. did one on his birthday at the USDDC. I saw where he that. just freaking cooked a crap ton of meat. I am going to be out there in like two weeks. He, thank you, Matt. You supported the mushroom art. He purchased some and he's like, hey, come out and sign. And when you're out, and we're going to do a, a steak battle out there. You guys stay tuned. But thank you to him for purchasing. So anyways, back to this. Two truths and a lie. You ready? We got back to people that didn't get back to us that got back to us. You got, okay, Hannah something like that. All right. Yeah. Hannah. Sorry, Hannah. We, we know you're busy <laughs> with the baby. Yeah. If you just reach out and send me, yeah. uh, we'll just get it another time. And by the way, Ben's on screen, but he's wearing his green suit as well. Hey, guys. Ah, How are you doing? Sorry, Ben. All right. Here we go. Missy Gannon, everybody. Two truths and a lie. Ooh. Missy Gannon. When I was younger, I got poison ivy so bad on my face that I had to go to the emergency room. Oh, Sam. Uh, <laughs> Sam, that's funny. Uh, two. I didn't get my driver's license until I was 19 years old. Three, when I was learning how to ski as an adult, I slammed into a group of super cool snowboarders at the base of the bunny hill. All right, I'll, I'll answer first. And it, yeah, so one stands out to you as yeah, a lie. I think that the lie is the driver's license at 19. So you're, okay, okay. What do you think, Evan? The other two are way too specific. Yeah, yeah, I'm tempted by that one, but I'm going to go the ski one. Okay. I'll go the poison ivy. Poison ivy. I'm going ski ward, where it all begins. Ski board? Yeah. Ski ward. Oh. Where it all ski begins. board. I don't know where you're going, <laughs> but... I'm going to ski. <laughs> ski truth. Okay. Why? Okay. You so... get living in New York and Colorado, like... Uh, New York's got, okay, skiing, but Colorado, like, come I on. had She's to follow... Ski when she was younger. I was so busy today. I had to screenshot like what they sent me and I forgot what was the lie. So I went back to the text and we were chatting back and forth. So here's the answer. The lie is the driver's license. Yes. Oh, now she's tricky. She yeah, didn't she get her driver's license until 20. So she was, oh, yeah. what? So yeah. it went for a different reason than you thought, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I followed up on that and I said, what's going on with that? First of all, running into people on the, the bunny slope, she said, no one was hurt, just my pride. <laughs> uh, and then I asked about the driving and she said, I, by the way, we can get people on and do this in the future, like actual, maybe we can have Casey come up with some. 
But I lived in a small town, she said, and she walked to school every day all the way through high school. A car wasn't necessary. My family couldn't afford an extra vehicle. I just kept putting it off until my sophomore year in college, and I finally decided to take my driver's test that summer. There you go. So what is up with the Gannons not getting their licenses? <laughs> ah, that's ah, really thank you. Dude, Simon just called me. Should I call him back? Yes. You're like, hi, you're live on the next He's, yeah, he's upset about something. You can call no, him. he just flew in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe he about the minivan. Maybe he just see if we can get exclusive because he landed and it said Nick and Matt's live. Ask him where he's going next year, company wise. <sighs> okay, <laughs> I'm guessing MVP, but you never know. If 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 he's gonna talk to you and he says hi, like you can put him on. the Tell him he's sure on the show you, though. Make sure he knows. Yeah. Hello. I forgot you're on the. I forgot you're on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you are too. Oh boy! Well, oh I'm boy! Home from the airport right now, so I'm back in town. Back in town. Time um, for a vlog. Yeah, I wanted to catch up on that, but you can probably call me when you're done. Over there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna tell people on the show what we have <laughs> I don't think he knows he's on speakerphone. That's what we need. Thank you. Right. I think he. Peace. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Evan, I don't think he knew. Did he know he was on speaker? I was, I was hey, very Casey nervous. Said, Casey said, you're on the show, you're too. On the show. I told yeah. him. Okay. I've done it on my did, vlog before, too, where I'm filming a vlog, yeah. and I answer on my watch, and I'm like, hey, you're on the vlog. Say hi. And I hold my watch to the camera. All right. Here we go. Number two. That's funny. Uh, Steve Dodge. Wow. I got Steve Dodge. Ooh, that's a good one. All I'm right. curious about this. He said, you can use these three. That I used on my Bumble profile for Jess. Now, I don't know if I was supposed to say that, but he said it to me, so I just passed it along. That is awesome. That's I awesome. did not know that. That's... All right. So, I don't know if it's true or not. That could be a lie, right? Maybe Jess he didn't. Let's just clarify. Wife. Steve yeah. Dodge is married. Yes. Yeah. Well, Jess to is Jess. his wife. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. And they so he's do. They met on Bumble. They yeah, do yeah. often listen to the show. And if you're listening right now, hi, Jess. And uh, hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Here it is. Number one, I founded a record label. Number two, I kissed a man. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> I rode on a submarine for a week. A week? <laughs> this is the toughest one in these in this two episodes to Why is it so tough? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the re the record label. You're saying that's the lie? That's a, yeah, I think that's the lie. <laughs> submarine? <laughs> Steve would be the kind of person to just be like, yo, a week-long vacation on a submarine? I'm in. I want to tell about yeah, it. Yeah, and he'd also oh. be the type of guy who's like, hey, <laughs> I, I can start a record label, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's do it. And, and you're uh, missing the third answer, one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. answer, I want to win. I want to admire that uh, and Steve's ones that he used for his profile had nothing to do with disc golf, which worked perfectly for this one. Because if he said like, oh, I started the disc golf pro right. tour, like he didn't use that yeah. in his profile and we would know that's true. Uh, I I'm going to go submarine. I wish it was like I started a record label in blank year. That right. Some great context. Um, I think. Oh, I think that the submarine the week, so I think it's like the Missy Gannon thing where it's actually like, I spent like a days. month yeah. on a submarine, yeah. Casey, not a week. Casey, let's keep our strategy quiet. Okay? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going but submarine. The, the other thing is, is that if you're on Bumble trying to find your future <laughs> wife, are you really letting her know that you kissed the guy? So, like, maybe she's what's going he is on? not worried about that. He is, he is who he is. Yeah. Right. I think the, tr I think it's the truth that he posted these on Bumble, but <laughs> yeah. uh, like, 
who knows which is the lie. Well, Steve's did Bumble's you, did you say? Uh, ben? Yeah, I'm going with Submarine. It just doesn't, <laughs> unless he was in the Navy, and it doesn't make much sense. No, to I'm telling you, he probably spent two weeks on a submarine, and that's why it's a lie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I'm thinking of Submerged Submarine. Oh. I didn't realize it was like, could have been on land. I'm thinking but... Submerged, too. So okay. All right. I'm going Submarine still. Here we go. Submarine. Everyone's locked in. Nick went record label. <clears throat> yep. I guessed Submarine. He said, nope. I guessed oh. record label. Ha ha ha. And he says, nope. <laughs> I said, I guess the lie is that you kissed a man. And he says, you got it. And none of us. <laughs> he says, it only took you three tries. And I said, and he said, oh, well, I'll leave some of what he said out. But I said, I said, don't think too hard about why I might not have guessed that first. But right. I asked him to elaborate a little bit because I think everyone's curious. Yeah, here. we've all kissed our dads. Come on now. I'm kidding. <laughs> So I said, tell me more about this. He said, before I started my... On the cheek, I should say. <laughs> Sorry, I had to clarify that. <laughs> I felt like he had to clarify I felt, I was like, wait, that sounds so weird. Hey, <laughs> hey, if Tom Brady does it, it's cool. Yeah, Tom Brady so don't worry it, so about it. <laughs> on the cheek. Oh, on the cheek. man. I, I, I have no uh, uh, judgment whatsoever about it. Just no judgment. Guys, we all were <laughs> like five. Like, 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 come I, on my, my logic was, let's think of the least accessible options there like it's not yeah. very easy to start a record i agree. it's not very easy to just Here find we a go. submarine to live on for a week there are guys all over the place if you really feel like <laughs> <just> <laughs> there are guys just everywhere any random yeah. new year's eve or whatever yeah list anytime you want so before i he said before i started my cd brokerage which manufactured cds for rock bands I made a few CDs for local musicians in Fredericksburg. That grew into making CDs for lots of people and began my first business. That's an interesting fact about Steve Dodge, his first Very business. Very believable. He said, the submarine trip, that was a software quality assurance Bravo testing trip. I slept between the nuclear missile slips, uh, silos, nuclear missile silos for the eight-day trip from Groton, Connecticut to Miami. Oh, Dang! Wow. So it was oh, underground, and he or said underground. And to yeah. to your point, Ben, I worked as a mathematician for the Navy. There you go. So now, yeah. so he wasn't in the Navy. Wow. Navy wow. Base wow. That's the same thing. Look at that. Could, Is I it? Mean, it's like. Well, did he just work a week? I or? said, "Cool, man. Thanks for sharing." And let's see. Do you see what he sent me? <laughs> like you could, be the, <laughs> you could be the guy that cleans the trucks for the army, but you're still in the army, right? It's yeah. True. No, but was yeah, he? They all he served in the Navy. I mean, he said he was a mathematician for the Navy. Oh, so either okay. he was contracted. So like, I was thinking for the Navy for that one week. That's what I thought he was saying. Oh, you, oh that'd be I mean, interesting. Yeah, you can't be an summer. independent contractor. No. But. Okay. That All makes right. sense. Yeah. I All thought right. he was saying for that son. one week. That's why where I got confused. All right. Number three. We may know him as Rick. Ricky Wysocki. Ricky, Ricky. Okay. Oh, Rick. Congratulations to his sister and Paul Uliberry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Congrats to the new brother. Sarah. He said, and I don't ask them to put it in any certain order, so there's no real rhyme or reason here. I'm just reading them as they get sent. I was ranked in the top 10 in the world in table tennis as a junior. I am deathly afraid of heights. And I skipped my high school graduation to play a disc golf tournament. Um, heights. I'm gonna say the heights is the lie. I heights agree. Because uh, actually, no, I'm going table tennis. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going ping pong. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Rewind. about it now. I'm nope. like, no, because it's 
Could be very true that he's. Although it is niche like disc tennis. golf, and he was homeschooled. He probably was like Forrest Gump up in there cooking in the lab, you know, just like off off the half, uh, half ping pong table, double paddle. Don't know how he got from point A to point B, but <laughs> I, I'm going heights officially. I'm, I'm going sticking heights. with. I'm it, going ping you. ping of the pong. And what are we at points wise? Anyways? All I'm saying is Casey the third has one, one point. Yeah. All right. I have. Yeah, I think I'm over. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm yeah, over. I thought okay. that Steve Dodge. You know, not that he maybe kiss a guy, but yeah. it's not. Yep. Okay, Ricky said his lie was that he was ranked in the top Yay. 10 in table tennis. Oh, oh sick. So I got a point. Me too. No, he was top 12. <laughs> yeah. I asked him, let me see. I've got so many text messages going on. Uh, I asked him to elaborate on those because I think it's fun to hear. I said, did you formally compete in table tennis? And he says... I did compete in table tennis, but never at that level. Gotcha. That's so. why I was thrown <clears throat> off. And mm -hmm. also, I would like to add that um, before the 2018 World Championships in Vermont, mm -hmm. Ricky was jumping off the highest jump at Bingham <laughs> Falls, and I just thought that there was no way that he could be interesting. afraid of heights. I, if he's I jumping from that, interesting. that I jump off of, and I'm like, damn, this is So high. that's interesting. I'd yeah. have to follow up more because I did follow up on the heights thing. And there must be a level where it becomes high to him well, because I said, um, what is this? So let me see. I said, what's the scariest elevated place you've been? So I asked it that way. And he said, bungee jumping platform. And he says, but he didn't jump. So okay, I could yeah. find myself in that situation. I would imagine it's pretty crazy to jump off a perfectly good yeah, platform. I don't think that really counts as like deathly <clears throat> afraid. That's just like, you, like definitely is like, oh shit, like that'll spook you. Yeah. <laughs> Would you be spooked, Casey? I see you as full adrenaline, full tilt, I would be like just more running spooked to jump off the top shelf at freaking Bingham Falls. And I really would be how, to like, how high wow. is it? Do you have any idea? Probably like 25 feet, but like you have to clear like the rock and yeah. like it's, not, oh, it's yeah, not just yeah. like a, it's the extra part. Like, yeah. like bungee jumping, like there's a lot of, uh, I don't know safety measures that go on where you're literally just barefoot on a wet rock and there's, there's people to sue if things go wrong whereas a rock there's no one it's you. well we had somebody end up in it? the hospital at bingham falls because they didn't jump off the rock correctly they slipped out front of their feet so yeah yeah you never oh, yeah know. yeah we just took that real sad yeah it is yeah it is sad <clears throat> okay well i got a point Sorry, I oh, put yeah, a sour gummy a worm in my mouth. Have any of you guys been skydiving? Uh, speaking of which, no. Simon no, I actually Simon really bad. Want to do it. Simon wanted to no. do it for the vlog during COVID, and I was very, very against it just because I was like, "Why?" And oh, I want to do it he, so bad. He, actually. he was like, "Well, I think it would get a lot of views." But the reason that we chose against it was because we were worried that being strapped chest or whatever chest to back with somebody during COVID would be frowned upon, <laughs> because that's the world we lived in back then. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason we didn't do it. Yeah. Well, it's a good time to do uh, it now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, not do right it once. now. That'd probably be very cool. Yeah. Can you guys what? wait? Like, uh, put the, should we all just pause? go? I've already done it, but we all should make a group trick to uh, Skytown, to USA. Yeah. Pepperl. That's where I went. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> it's funny when I sit here we'll quiet, Ricky, what happens? Yeah. I love it. We'll invite Ricky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phil Ricky. Okay. But Ricky and I could both uh, dip out at the last second. That way I'm not the only one. All right. You'll never guess who I got next. Oh, uh, can we? Or is this a point? Bonus point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, JJ Watt. JJ Watt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he responded. Everybody. <laughs> hey, JJ Watt. Can I get two trips uh, My guess again? is you're going to say. He's looking through the camera uh, reflection. Hannah Macbeth. All right, here we go. 
Not Hannah. Darn it. Shout out Hannah, though. All right. His name starts with an E. Ethan. Nope. So it's not going to be Eagle nope. McMahon. Uh, Ezra. Eagle. Ezra. Robinson. Robinson. No. Aderhold. Yep. Ah. 50-50. We'll get there eventually. Okay. <laughs> Number one. I was trampled by a horse. Oh, that's some South Dakota shit right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I was attacked by a deer with <laughs> antlers. <laughs> okay. These are also some South this Dakota. Is like yoked. <laughs> you need self-protection. Like when you said that South Dakota, I'm like, wait for number two. <laughs> I love how the distinction with antlers. That's hilarious. <laughs> with antlers. <laughs> it wasn't this a female deer. This ain't no female. <laughs> this is a man. It wasn't deer. a doe, a deer. Yeah. A okay. Deer. Number three. I fell off the roof of a two-story house. Oh rough. boy. Man, this dude's had a rough <laughs> life. This I was thing. like, I hope none of these. I'll go dude. first. Yeah. I'll go first. Deer what, with antlers. What was the an- I'm calling deer with what antlers. Was the, what was the first animal again? Horse. A horse. Trampled, Trampled by a horse. horse. Trampled by a horse or deer. Attacked by a deer. I'm saying with the antlers. lie is the deer with antlers. I'm saying trampled by a horse is the lie. I'd like to say I, he did not fall out of a two-story building. <laughs> well, he was, a, just real, like, he was a real bad. estate guy before disc golf, so that takes a lot of yeah, like uh, remodeling and stuff, and it could have happened. Uh, no, him and his brother flipped houses, oh, so cool. I, I think that's legit. That's true. Actually, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, where you find go yourself deer on a roof. With, yeah, deer with antlers is my official Without guess. antlers, I would have said that's probably true. <laughs> Yeah. So I felt similarly about the antlers part and I didn't guess the deer. What did I guess? Uh, I ended up texting him for quite a while. So let me see what he said here. Um, Deer is the truth. And I was like, so was it the roof? (laughs) He says, so the lie was the roof. So Nick, you got it. It was a one-story house. Ah. Yeah, two stories is pretty high to fall off that. That's I was hoping like into water or snow or leaves or something, but I've I've been in construction a good majority of my life now, working two Two stories. stories, Yeah, pretty freaking high. Oh yeah, yeah. Like (laughs) you have time to think about your fall. But it happens. (laughs) Yes, you know he could he could fall. It happens. They don't usually live to talk about. Tuck, tuck and roll, though, right? All right. Wait, so, so are you on top of the second story? I'm thinking, so, on, like, you're on, like, he said like he fell off house. the what do you roof. Think? If you're on the bottom of the second no. story, the top of the second story, what's really the difference? I'm saying, like, my house is two stories. If I fell off of my, like, first story roof, which is technically on the second story, I would be completely fine. Okay, How do you have but a, this is wait. this is you live on a hill and <laughs> one side. You guys are worried about yeah, falling no. off roofs. So I want to know what happened with that deer. Attack. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. here we go. Here go past. This is yeah, really. This is fascinating. I said, "What's what's up with the deer?" Yeah, <clears throat> he said it was like a. I, I don't know. It's either typos or this is legit. It was like a teen deer, as in a teenager, <laughs> that the neighbor the neighbor's kid uh, kind of had as a pet. Hmm. Yes, the neighbors kind of had his pet. He ended up, I'm trying to put this all together. He said, like, they lived maybe like a quarter mile away. They had a pet. He'd never gotten this close to the deer before. He went out to get mail. This is what he's telling me. He went out to his mailbox to meet the mailman. And he said, as he's walking that way, and I don't know, this is crazy. I wish he was telling the story. He said he put his hand on the deer's head, like, hey, deer. And the deer just started ramming him, he said. And the, the mailman literally grabbed the horns and was fighting the thing oh. as he ran inside. What? That's the story he told me. I, I, I pictured in my head like him squaring up like that guy against the kangaroo. <laughs> the kangaroo. Yeah. 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 That's the first thing I thought of when he was Ooh, talking about how the dude came out and grabbed it. One yeah. socks him. Yeah. So 
the deers or the kangaroos got the dog in the the headlock. Yeah. Yeah. So this, it came around later. Like I said, I texted for a while. I even think he talked to his mom in between our texting to get better facts on this. But I was like, how old are you? He was like, I was, he thought he was like nine or 10. He's like, apparently my mom says I was like seven. So he was really young fighting a deer. Then... He said about the same age. That's a bad year. He said he got trampled by a horse because his sister's friends came over and they wanted to either see the horse or like, I don't know, play, ride the horse or whatever. So he got in like the, what is it? A corral pasture, whatever, paddock. paddock. Nick's worked with horses. And apparently the horse had had a baby recently. And so he starts cornering off one of them. Like maybe it was the baby. I don't know which one it was. And the horse freaked out like you were like threatening my horse. All right, all right, Nick. And I it just ran him over. I okay, I'm not going to answer it very well. I'll tell you that much. What but. kind of shoes does a horse wear? <laughs> horse shoes. Ah, shit. <laughs> Thought I could get him there. <laughs> so we did. We did shoe horses at the oh, farm okay, I was on. Right, so right. yeah, I, I used to live on a dressage farm. So it's a very yeah, fancy a way dressage? of yeah, dressage. It's a very fancy Trishash. way of making horses dance in an arena. Mm. It's, oh, it's like the sideways kind of walking, kind sideways trotting, bowing, everything Your like that. Your family my, did this? My aunt is a bowing, very, of course. My aunt's a very famous horse dressage trainer. And you literally Marlene? worked down no. there. Oh. <laughs> my mom, Marlene's, Marlene's owned a hair salon for 35 years. You know this. <laughs> Yeah, of I course. just wasn't sure she had a secret no. identity of a horse no. dressage. My uh, my uncle Matt married, who is now my aunt Nancy, um, and she's very high up in the horse world for uh, training. Horse world. So I Let's lived down in uh, never on the podcast. It was in Loxahatchee, but it was pretty much Wellington, Florida, um, West Palm Beach area, and I lived there for about five months. On we had I think twenty six horses. And so I used to go in every morning at 6.30 and I would start mucking out all the stalls. And then I would, you know, take the, all the manure out to the area where we dumped it all. I want to hear this, guys. Don't make fun yeah. of it. And then, uh, yeah, my uh, Uncle Matt, I used to take the horses out to their paddocks. We had a couple workers on the farm as well. My cousin worked there with me. And then uh, my Uncle Matt, at the end of the day, we used to kind of hang out with the horses that we liked. My favorite one was named Wesley. And he was this beautiful brownish black horse. We used to call him Batman. And that's wow. actually, I'll find, keep going. I, I have an old picture. Oh, okay. Man. Oh. The more you know, had, had zero clue. Yeah, that, I remember. Like when, when Nick pulled out that this was, one horse word paddock, I'm like, oh yeah. my goodness. Like This was also then, oh, nine years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I loved it, actually. If that lights on your camera there, you're going to have to turn it off or yeah. else it will reflect. Or just don't. Yo, Ben, we got anything good in the <laughs> chat? I can't see the channel. Um, oh, you can pull up your phone. Well, yeah. I am I crazy or is Casey on a green screen? Someone said, "What do you call a deer with no eyes?" A no eye deer. No idea. Yes, the chat is going off. Um, ask them any question you want, Casey. They'll answer. I mean, everyone eats a hot chip right some, before jumping out of the plane. You someone know, said Nick's brother. aunt for the next interview. Oh my- <laughs> Marlene? Marlene? Yeah, not not the no. horse on Marlene. <laughs> Let's get Marlene up in here. That'd okay, be awesome. What is this off-season content even? Anyways, like, this we, is crazy. What if we could get like a YouTube video where Marlene does the hair on the horse, like dresses up the horse nice and, and they, Dude, she, they do that. Good. They braid she, the horse. She did my hair for a few times. So uh, dyed it. She's great. Marlene Chateau Chavo, West Boston. Check it out. 
not Shaq Nick's Kosher, mom though. has cut my hair before. <laughs> We're all getting into yeah. who's cutting Whoa. hair. It's a, big, it's a big family affair. Yes. All my, right. My uncle had a barbershop. My cousin wow. is a hairdresser. Mark my mom's a hairdresser. Did not know that. My aunt is a hairdresser. Let's just keep on digging. Yeah. yeah. This is two yeah. truths and truths from Nick. I, I could give you guys some wild some two story. truths. And they let you walk out of the house with a mullet, huh? <laughs> yeah. My mom hates it. So funny, funny story about this is uh, growing up, I have very long curly hair growing up and I used to wear it to where it just kind of poofed out underneath my hat or just scrunch up, whatever. <laughs> the Haley now, King look. Now I, you might. You know, I put it all back, whatever. And just cause it's fun. I'm growing out my flow. And, uh, anyways, so my mom growing up my whole life was my hairdresser cause free haircuts and my mom's professional at it and they always came out well. But then I started cutting my hair really short back in the day and my mom hated it when I cut it really short, but I liked kind of the high and tight look. Mm-hmm. So I had to fire my mom. And now my cousin Rachel is my hairstylist. So, uh, but I also I haven't gotten a haircut Ooh. in just about a year now. Mark's oh, a so. barber too. Can, yeah, my cousin Mark's a barber. Yeah. Yep. I can't go like three weeks without a haircut. I love uh, it. At this point, I'm just like, it's fun to grow it out. I have long curly hair, and I'm just trying to see how long I can get it. My brother's got hair down to his lower back, and he's a doctor and a heavy metal drummer. So it I, looks kind of cool. Different when like the people who do your hair, are your family, where like my yeah. barbers are my homies. So like yeah. I get to see them once a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, back when I was getting my hair cut all the time, it was every two weeks. I would okay. call Rachel wow. and just say like, hey, can I come to the salon? And fortunately, you know, we have a key to the salon. So I could go on on a Monday or whatever day I wanted. Pretty much if she had time, I would just get my hair cut. But yeah. Wow. Midnight haircut. <clears throat> okay. I've gotten a haircut at 11 at night before. <laughs> I had a wedding the next day. What I time is it in Japan, though? That's the <laughs> All right. You ready? Next one. I hope Nine. you guys enjoy this. Damn. Nathan Doss. Wait. I mean, Nate Doss. Nate, Nate, Nate Doss. Freaking Doss. One of my favorites. Wow. Nate Doss. We got a big one. We got a big one. Here we go. Number one. Uh, he doesn't say it this way, but he said voted most likely to succeed in high school. I was assuming like I was voted most likely to succeed in high school. Number two, broke arm playing baseball on rollerblades. <laughs> Wait, yes. Three. First, Hold yeah, broke arm playing baseball. <laughs> He's saying them just like straight facts, stats, yeah. just boom, no personal attachment here. <laughs> Have oh. watched every single episode of Seinfeld over 10 times. Oh. Whoa. Seinfeld was a, a kick of mine for like a year, maybe two, at some point, probably about 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Chat, it's name us our characters in Seinfeld. Like, who would Casey be, Matt be, Evan be, me? Come on, let's do it. Give me Jerry. I was just going to, like, yeah. You know, here's the thing. All right. So, what do you guys think? Voted most likely to succeed in high school, broke arm playing baseball on rollerblades. How do you play baseball on rollerblades? Dude, it's probably like street baseball, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, when he was young. That makes sense on like pain. I'm just guessing. I'm guessing. Is that what baseball is like in California? This this is second, but to to Steve Dodge, but this is a tough one. I'll say one's the lie. Uh, I have no most reaction to this. No, I'm going, I'm going to Seinfeld because I'm going Seinfeld as well. It's going to be I, like he's watched it eight times or twelve times. <laughs> I'm going Seinfeld. I think it's neither of those, Nick. I think he's just never gotten into it, Ooh. and so I'm going to go Seinfeld. Rollerblades yeah. definitely too specific to be a lie. And <laughs> but he could have played it and not broken his arm. Have you seen 18 year old Nate Doss? He looks like the guy in the yearbook that's just most likely to succeed. Yeah. Just like. How have you seen 18 year old? He won a world championship at like 19 (laughs) years old. I didn't know that. You 
You missed oh. those times, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm new, Casey. 2021. You don't even remember when the disc golf courses were closed for COVID. <laughs> no. I, I really because I didn't yeah. well, only, I didn't go disc golfing. Of course not. Open cogs. Imagine that. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. That you sucks. didn't hit us up till year <laughs> two. Cogs? Yeah, yeah. Cogs open I've up started April, April 2021. Cogs so. never closed because they had no way to actually officially close it. So it was like Closed. Uh, so how did Buff close? I, I would, would be nice to Buff know. I would there's somebody that actually manages the property. Yeah. Oh, that makes the Rangers. And the it's federal property, farms. which is different yeah. than state exactly property. Yeah. Yeah. Cogs is just a park. Uh, that and they no pulled pulled the shorts there. Yeah, and that was worst during mistake COVID. I've ever yeah. made. Yeah, we heard of. All right. Mini. No, I think that was the best. Mistake I never played ever Buff Mini. That's yeah. my biggest regret. Yeah, that's my biggest regret. Not playing Buff Mini of not starting disc golf earlier. Guys, Ben, you ain't hated. Intern you ain't hated Buff Mini. Uh, you ripped yeah, me off when I had this. It's all wooded shots. Yeah. yeah what do you mean? See you. Uh, it's like buff, goofy short okay. shots. They're not all. I mean, I would have loved Buff Mini because I love Buff. Anyways. All right. Here's Nate Doss's answers. You guys didn't lock in, did you? I locked yeah, in. I said Seinfeld. With Seinfeld. I uh, Seinfeld. Casey's Elaine. All right. I said, "What's up, dude?" Um, <laughs> Seinfeld. Uh, I said, "I know Jerry." Is it Seinfeld? He said, "Nope." Damn. He said it's number one. Oh, okay. He said I was actually voted what? If it wasn't most class likely, class clown. Uh, you know, Nate Dobbs. All right, class intern Ben. Know, fun fact: uh, I was voted class clown, middle school and high school. I <laughs> so won both. Know. It was a clean sweep. I was voted most talkative. Oh wow! I don't know if I was voted anything. To be honest, <laughs> I was definitely not voted. Anything. I don't think so. I graduated with like 750 people in my class too. So from wow. what you yeah. is that? Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's huge. Um, really quick, this is and please, no one's allowed to make fun of me. This is <laughs> please. You got a nice Marlene? hat on though. ten years Marlene? ago. <laughs> no, uh, oh. this is <laughs> this is me. Uh, that ring freaking camera go. sucks. That's good. This is a. Uh, Oh, Let's there go. You go. This That's is good. me. That's this good. is me and Batman. Is that a Marshall Street hat? No, it's, no, it's team a buff. team buff. Oh, okay, OG one. Okay. Both. Um, wow. This is uh, me and my favorite horse that I've ever gotten along with. <clears throat> Batman. Wesley. Batman. Wesley. Yep. Wow. Let's go. Yep. So he's still wow. alive. We should do a Nick and Matt show get together at a horse place and like we could all just ride horses and like just. Not these ones. Dude, no. tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, as far as no, Ezra's story, I think I'm yeah. out. Yeah. I, I wasn't allowed to Horses are... There's only one I was allowed to nothing to be messed with, man. No. So, we're getting off track here, but my wife grew up on a small local New England farm. They had beef cattle. They had some dairy. They had pigs. They, they didn't have horses. But when I went over their house once, at late at night, dropping off my wife before she was my wife, dropping her off back home, it's like cold out. It's a late fall or like early winter and my headlights are pointing up. I'm letting her go really long driveway. Long story short, I get out and I'm like, what do I hear in the woods next to the driveway? And it's just like, like, like a bull sounding, like just blowing. And I'm like, something's not right here. It comes out into the shadow of like my headlights and I'm outside of the car, like talking to my wife. It has horns, like long horns. And I'm like, uh, like it's in between me and the car. Like, what are we going to do? The thing starts literally coming, you know, and then stopping and like coming and stopping, like trying to get you to move. And I'm, I'm just going to say it like big animals. They are like not to be messed with in my mind. Mm -hmm. She grew up with them. And anybody who grows up with that stuff's like, just watch this. She literally picked up a shovel and I don't know if that was for show, honey, if it was tap the ground twice upstairs, but <laughs> if it was for show or she was just like this, yeah, I'm listening for the, the taps too, but she picked up a shovel and she's just like, 
you stop right there. Not one more move or I'll smack you so hard. And I'm like, what? And that's when this you is, knew. Yes, this is yeah. when I knew. And the thing just <laughs> this stopped. This is how I met your mother. <laughs> the, the thing just stopped there. And then later, the, I used to be like, a bull was chasing me. And I ran to my car. She's like, it wasn't a bull. It was a steer. There her is. taps. There yeah. it is. There <laughs> her taps. She just She's like, it was for show. The, the shovel was for show. <laughs> That's awesome. She's like, I could have just walked up and pet the thing. But anyways, also, I, I also helped work on a cattle farm way, way back in the day in Milbury. Yeah. This, this is I, the most obscure wow. Nicky Matt show yeah, this ever. This is back when I was uh, in elementary school. Actually, my friend's parents helped run. Um, the dude actually used to own Sunnyside Ford. Or Mil no Milbury Ford Mercury, not Sunnyside. That's one in Holden. Milbury Ford Mercury, which is in Auburn. Um, he used to have a cattle farm, and there was one bull who was named Reggie. This big <laughs> orange furred, like was big it old, actually big, a bull? Yeah, though? no, hundred no, percent. Uh, the difference is castrated yeah. or not. Even and, though uh, the same. No, that. he was straight up like <laughs> as bully as they get. That was this one, and I remember because my friend's mom was throwing hay bales we used to throw the hay bales feed them all and when she went to throw one her wrist got caught and part of the fence of it and reggie got like pissed and like moved his head in his horn and it completely like sna uh, snapped her wrist uh, with it like that got that. dark yeah that hurt me so it was wild and i was there and i remember it and i was like oh my god and so yeah but anyways cattle farm that was pretty cool too wow okay yeah Back to why he said class clown was his, that was the lie. He was not voted most likely to succeed. He said he had a lot of downtime as a professional disc golfer and he loves TV. He's watched a lot of shows, but by far Seinfeld the most. I said, do you think your friends today would vote you as the clown today? He said, that's a great question. I still think of myself as an amateur comedian but I'm not nearly as crazy these days. And I said, who would you relate to on Seinfeld? Who do you think he said? Kramer. Jerry. He said, definitely George Costanza. I have no idea who that is, to be honest. I mean, I know the name. He said, <laughs> I know Kramer and Jerry. He's one of the top 10 uh, TV George is the short guy. Yep. That's what I figured. With the he glasses? Said, yes. He said, one of the top 10 TV characters of all time he's the one that says froth right yes yeah. froth jerry jerry yes. yeah yeah so there you go all right i've never watched a full episode thank you mr nate uh two nate more Dows. <clears throat> isaac robinson world champion current reigning yep he said i have been skydiving uh, i met the lead singer of coldplay in an airport and three i am allergic to beans <laughs> I'm sorry if you are. That's just that's, that honestly makes me sad. I, is that a thing? Like, can you be allergic like to be le le legumes? Legumes. That sounds like something. Like he's like writing this down, and Gannon just says, I "Say you're allergic to beans." He's like, oh, "Okay." I think that's a lie. Has he been skydiving? Probably. I'm on Coldplay. Oh, all, oh, I was about to say, are we assuming that was true? Definitely true. Chat, they're thinking beans. I'm thinking I'm beans. Thinking beans. <laughs> beans are way too I'm, good to be allergic to. I'm, all right, I gotta. I That's gotta like, some beans are yeah. toxic till they're cooked. The chat says. All right, I'm saying he's never been skydiving. All right, uh, uh, such I'm a really, cop out. If it's the am I lie. am I still over in this game? I'm pretty sure I am. <laughs> I, I have two. Yeah. I have two. I think I only have one. 
Yeah, the first one. I uh, I got to be over then. Uh, let's go <laughs> skydiving. I don't know. The truth, Sorry, Casey, for bringing you down. The truths are, he has been skydiving. Yeah. Oh and he is allergic to beans. No, oh, it's cold <laughs> I said, can you elaborate more on that? Uh, yeah, I went skydiving March of 2021, my junior year of college. So pandemic, let's go skydiving. All right. And then uh, as far as the beans go, he says, as far as I know, I'm allergic to all types of beans. My lips swell up and my throat gets itchy whenever I eat them. Like green beans, black Lime beans. beans. <laughs> I said, what about Refried jelly beans? beans. Ha, jelly ha. beans. Just kidding. Dad joke. But That's a pretty good one, though, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, he goes, cool. thankfully, no. Yeah. He says, thankfully, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then... That's the one to be worried about. Like, you can't live <laughs> no, without jelly beans. No, the but worst candy want... of all time, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Uh, maybe not of all time. Yeah, but it's I don't in like there. jelly beans. Yeah, it's in that list. top... Peep, peeps are kind of trash. I don't yeah, know if you consider peeps are trash. Peeps are actually the Necco wafers are the like yeah. the, <sighs> candy corn. I candy like corn Necco actually wafers. sucks. No candy, candy corn. Candy like corn sucks. Yeah. Very mid. Candy corn. Candy like corn. Yeah, it's mid, but it's weird. You don't want it until you start eating it, and then you eat some. You're like, that's okay. So here we go. Final one. All Charl- those are seasonal, though. You got to think of like year round. What's mm-hmm. the worst? Charlton Chew's best candy all time. I said it. <laughs> the pink ones, the strawberry ones are incredible. Probably like See, milk duds, too. No, not a milk dud guy. I like nougat. Big nougat guy. You know what's really good, surprisingly? What? Charleston Chew's frozen. Yes, yeah. that's what, how that's, I eat them. Yeah, oh, yeah of course. That's the thing. That's all how right. I eat them. Yeah, not, non-frozen, not as good. Frozen? Disagree. <laughs> 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 Non-frozen, so very good. <laughs> okay, here we go. Sai Ananda. Wait, hold on. Did he elaborate on the Coldplay thing at all? Uh, or that was just that it was a lie. I was hoping he would say like, like I asked Subway Station. It wasn't the lead singer. No, no. It was the drummer. The truth is, I was the original lead singer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Sai Ananda. Now, I asked her for two truths and a lie, and she wrote a paragraph for each. So oh, you, you know That Cy. sounds like Sai. Yeah. And I'm yeah. saying that in love. Like, she yeah. was on our show. We loved hear, hearing her talk. This is how she answered. Yeah, so man, here we go. I've never been to Bucky's. Question mark, question mark. What? <laughs> I'm Overrated. told that it's a big deal. Question mark, question mark. <clears throat> okay. Next one. Even though I'm right hand dominant, I've always taught myself to do things with my off hand. Like Larry. Bird. My coordination is ever improving, but I've learned to draw, throw, brush teeth, and do lots of things pretty well. Lefty, she's saying? Yeah, or her offhand, but yeah, lefty. Yeah. Uh, finally, I've always had an interest in nonverbal communication. I taught myself ASL, sign language, from an early age, and I love to learn new words and phrases. I will be learning new disc golf-related terms for next season. Bucky's. Wait, so why are she's those two so long and sound exactly <laughs> like her? She's, and then just Bucky's she's is like, I've never been to Bucky's. I think that um, maybe because she lives in Washington and Bucky's like Southeast mostly, you know, like that, that could be help. like a. a what was the second? Right? Yeah. The second one was the coordination. Yeah, lefty. Right. She, oh, okay. she does I'm going with that. I'm going with that because whenever she poses a picture, she puts up like the maybe it's the I love you sign in mm. sign language show or something. It's West Side, dude. 
West Side. <laughs> no, she doesn't not do that. She so does I not put up the West Side. Side. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's for West Side, right? She does like. She so does maybe like she already knows ASL completely, and there's nothing more to learn, and that's why uh, that's the lie. Love is like, I'm going bucky. Isn't this like? I'm pretty sure this is like. Yeah, love. I'm that's pretty sure loose. that's what she, she does. Something. That's hang loose. No, like Hawaiian. Like, I'm pretty sure this is. I'm gonna pull it up you on don't, Instagram. Dude, I'm pretty sure you don't wiggle it, but like this I apologize is yeah. to any of our deaf listeners, and I, that sounds funny to say, but they listen through the subtitle, yeah. subtitles and captions. Yep. But like, this is thank you. <laughs> this is. I think I'm getting these uh, right. My, okay. My mom worked with special needs. A, kids, so B, I know some C, well. D. I'm pretty sure this is toilet. No, wait, isn't that <laughs> T or an M? That's an M. Oh, maybe you but rotating your hand. Yes, this is toilet, I think. And this is poop. I was just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna say yeah, the basics. Well, this is the basics. I mean, my mom's working yeah. with elementary yeah. age yeah. kids who can't speak. So yeah. like we going to the bathroom is one of the most important things to know. We taught um a few of my kids when they were yeah non-verbal as they put it like how to ask this for things like yeah hungry. yes hungry like yeah exactly it's pretty cool actually i was like he's communicating with me and he can't even talk <laughs> and, like it was so crazy i'm like this is That's amazing why. okay yeah. um so the answer i'm going bucky's bucky's i'm and, going number two <laughs> Number two. He's You're going, going number, number two. two. All right. Ben will be right back. He's going. I, guys, I'm, go, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. You can't see a sign language. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick, what did you say? Bucky's. Okay. The lie is the sign language. <sighs> Darn it. I was. What an intricate thing to lie about, though. I was really thinking like, that. Dude, I, she puts up something. In like her it's post. probably like the stereotypical like, like heart. Like, does West Side. I'm West Side. You. All right. For West Side Discs. Yeah. So yeah. it's... She does West Side. If you teach yourself to do something with your opposite hand or arm, that's good for your brain. That's like... So, yeah. That's cool. I don't know. Evan. I don't know what that is. You're up, man. You're up. Uh, we got, thank goodness, because yeah. I don't do good at the answering part. Except last week, I crushed Judge That Disc Golfer. Yeah. So what am I saying? Yeah. Uh, we got a new segment that I've never heard of before. I mean, it's obviously a game kind of like we did, but it's a totally different like theme to it, and I think that's pretty cool. So, what do you got, Evan? Yeah, I'll, uh, so I got some new kind of stat categories to go over. We're working Ooh. on a lot of things over here, and I'll give a shout-out to Doug Tyus. I always forget how to pronounce his name, but Doug, uh, you might know him as Disc Golf Doug, posted on social media. Uh, he My boy. Uh, works on a lot of cool things, but one of them is kind of mapping the uh, entire elite and major season every single hole into kind of characteristic bits uh so you know if a you know we get some things like you know total distance is at a part three four or five but he'll map it out into how wooded it is you wow. know does it go left or right up or down yeah. elevation wise uh does it have a ton of ob is it by the fairway is it by the green is there an elevated basket is there an elevated green I could go on and on. So what we can do with this is come up with a lot of cool stats and segment out these types of holes that are uh, similar in certain natures and figure out the best players at those holes. What type of hole so, is Casey White good at? No. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you, Casey, you tell me what type of hole you think's best, and I'll, I'll plug it in and Whoa. I'll run it during the game if you want. Whoa. But, uh, or we can do it afterwards if you're curious about it. But hmm. how the game will go is I'll say this kind of category. For instance, this is this is the real first one, uh, it, and I only list three players. So you're going to tell me who's the best of these three players, and it's multiple choice. So, sorry, excuse me. Uh, this is a wooded hole that is 300 feet or less, and that's all it is. 
for the 2023 major and elite season in FPO. And you're going to say who you think is the best player of these three players. Kristen Tatar, Owen Scoggins, or Alexis Mandohano. And that's a wooded hole that's 300 feet or less. And, and again, how this works is it's all the holes they played in the season. And we're comparing their scores to the average score of tour card holders. So it's how many strokes gain they have two tour card holders. Uh, they have all played over 50 holes throughout the whole season. There's not a ton, but there's enough to kind of get true number, true numbers uh, of wooded holes that are 300 feet or less. And don't think just like crowded trees, but it's right. also like um, the fairway is kind of tighter because of trees. Um, like one to think of is uh, like hole six at Maple Hill. Hole four at Maple Hill. Uh, yeah, well, hole four at Maple Hill, definitely. But hole six, it has some trees around the green, so that's definitely wooded in nature. But you think it has some open space, but it's still considered wooded is where I'm getting at. There's a lot of other examples I could say. You could go on and on about what is wooded or not, but we're going to keep it simple and just the fact that it's wooded. So I'll, I'll say the names again. Kristen Tatar, Owen Scoggins, and Alexis Mandahano. Who do you think has the most strokes gained to tour card holders? I'll take Alexis. Um, wooded holes. Yep, I'm going with my gut. My gut says Alexis. The only other argument would have been Owen because she's a putting wonder and she can shred the woods with her forehand, but I think it's Alexis. I'll say Kristen. I'm going mm. Alexis as well. Uh, Evan put in Owen to make it too obvious. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, All right. It's recency bias, but I'm, I, the reason I didn't pick Kristen is because what I watched at U.S. Women's, and that's probably the only reason. But, okay. She won? No, where <laughs> I watched how she played, whether she won or not, her last round she was disappointed in. Okay. Yeah, but disappointed while winning the Grand Slam. Darn. Uh, yeah. I, I, I get where you're going at, Matt, but it, it's still kind of funny to look at, so I'm sorry. Uh, the correct answer is Kristen Tatar. Yeah. I, I don't know why you guys would think differently. It's too obvious. It's too obvious, <laughs> exactly. We're playing the game. They're both great players uh, on those short wooded holes as well, but uh, Kristen Tatar is Man. the number one player in the world for a reason. I just know she's that like Alexa's name is up there on the leaderboard, and she doesn't throw the farthest, so she's got to get her stroke somewhere. I figured that that was like the yeah. category where she would just like slaughter everyone. Man, she came into Maple Hill, didn't win, but neither did Alexis. I just I don't see her playing that great in the woods, but I guess she. Did. I would like I mean, to. She lost by three hundred feet. Three hundred feet. She lost by one stroke at Maple Hill. It's not like she lost by fifteen. So I would two like years to, in a row, um, she has lost by. So that's an know, interesting playoff. question, which I don't know if you're going to get there, but is she the best then at every hole? And we should just pick Kristen for everything. That's the why Nick took the safe route. And I just was like, ah, I want to pick somebody else. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get, get to you points. Yeah. <clears throat> points, points. We're going to switch over to MPO, but going to keep the wooded nature. I'm pushing the distance back just a little bit. So okay. this is wooded holes that are 333 feet or shorter. Uh, on tour, the names are Isaac Robinson, Adam Hammes, or Matt Oram. Oh my goodness! Oh, they yeah. have all played <laughs> eighty plus holes uh, <sighs> season at that uh, type. Wow! So this is a wooded hole. I'm taking Birdo. Three hundred and thirty-three feet or shorter. I'm taking Birdo. And this season, just a majors and elite. Sorry, would you say Casey? Oh, sorry, Birdo is Matteo. We call him Birdo. Okay. Hootie who? Why did you say hootie who? What's the story? Kind of want to say Matteo as well. Who says hootie who? Isaac Robinson. Oh, that's what I thought he says all the time. But man, 
I, I just oh, don't know God. the whole lengths here don't make a big difference in my mind. If you said That's 400 feet in the woods or 300 feet, like well, this question doesn't like change a lot for a me. Really good pick too, because he can like go his him. own on every That's single yeah. one of those holes. Like, yeah, I'm going with Hootie Who. So you both. That's did what Maddie I call Matty O. Hootie Who. I did Isaac, and Nick said Adam, and I'm taking Birdo. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is, this is tricky because of the distance, you know, I, yeah. I just did 333 feet or shorter. There's not a lot of holes, but Adam Hammes is the best yeah. of those, uh, by a good actually margin. Uh, I, I actually, I didn't say the last one I'll get to in a second, but he has uh, 3.45 strokes gained to Torquard holders on the season, uh, per 18 holes. Um, I should specify that Matt Orm is at 2.89 and Isaac Robinson at 2.64. Uh, so considerable lead of those, they were all near the top. I don't know if they're the top three. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then to the first question with the, uh, the women, Kristen Tatar had 4.31 strokes gained to torque card holders per 18 holes, uh, own Scoggins at 3.41, almost a full shorter and Alexis Van Hotto 3.35, also almost a, a full stroke, hmm. uh, not shorter behind 300 feet in the woods. <clears throat> All right. This next one ditching the wooded aspect to it. <laughs> uh, we're going to the women a left to right fairway this is the type of statistics I wanted <laughs> fades, fades to the right uh, and we're looking at all par threes that fade to the right any distance so it's a left to right fairway the, each of these players have played over a hundred holes in the season at elite and majors uh, Kristen Tatar Holden Hanley and Anakin Sten Come on. Anakin's a lefty just so you guys know <laughs> Thanks for the help. I mean, it's Anakin. Just like fair game. Anakin Steen. Holland. Kristen Tatar, Holland Hanley, and Anakin Sten. Sten is apparently how that's how Terry Miller pronounces it, so I'm trying to do the same. Which is also the same with I don't Kristen think Tatar. it's correct. According to Big T, Tudusvik, he says Steen, but I mean, I don't know. Then Terry's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do you say? I met that, I met that guy, but Tudusvik. I don't know. True, true. Trus. I can't roll my L. Trus. He does it so well. Trus. Well, it's his, it's the, uh, it's we his call name. Him, but... Just call him Big T, man. Truth. That's why we gave him the name Big T, because it's really bad how nobody can say his name. Correctly. It's hard. So Respect. would I be crazy not to say Kristen here, or is this her weakness? I. How far is it? All distances, par threes that go left, left to, to right. right. Hanley. They fade to the right. She throws. Hanley. So Kristen throws four hands, actually. I actually was waiting to pick Emily Beach. I'm going Sneaky Steen. <laughs> I'm going to pick Kristen. Yeah, you guys like that? Nick Carl. <laughs> like, I never I, picked I her. I, we're all going like, Nick Carl. I kind of like the Holland pick. Yeah, I'm taking Holland. Was that her expertise? I, I mean, forget, we interviewed her. She just talked about arm. it. Yeah. She talked about it recently in an interview. I wish I could remember our interview. <laughs> what is it, Evan? All right. The correct answer is... Kristen Tatar. What? I have learned and my lesson. That's all I'll say. I'll just pick her. It's not. not very close, which is amazing. I again, not a. I I didn't necessarily do the top three, but three players uh, near the top. Uh, Kristen Tatar is at six point nine four strokes gain to torque on holders per eighteen holes. Holland Hanley's at two point three eight. Damn, that's and wow. Steen or Sten <laughs> is at two point nine two, so higher, uh, but still not very yep. close. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna say that's Kristen's very strong suit strong suit. She has an incredible forehand. Uh mm -hmm. we all do know this, but uh that's really incredible when you see the numbers. Yeah, I just that's what went through my head was 
oh, she's so forehand strong as well. Like, I'm going to pick her. Learn my lesson. No, All I'm right. Gonna pick Kristen, I'm going to be wrong. All right, that's I, what I'm, I'm not <laughs> keeping. I'm not keeping track of points whatsoever. That's okay. Um, I so I have two. I have one. Ooh, look at Nick. I have zero. All right. Uh, well, let's open it up. Let's do it. We're looking at open holes where I actually got to explain this next stat. Um, I think we might have shared this on the show, or, uh, but I'm not totally sure. It's called uh, Curds. It's circle in regulation distance per shot. Oh, mm-hmm. I already uh, got my pick. Yeah, didn't Westy invent so, that? Give me multiple choice. <laughs> yeah, Westy. That's a good one, Ben. Uh, Westy. <laughs> that's what I fight, heard. Fight, fight. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> No, he credits me every time. He's very uh, cool about it. He uh, he uses it really well, which is awesome to no, see. Yeah, I know. I it just saw him much, using it. Yeah, it pretty much takes the circle out of the equation and then sees the um, the av- like how far you need to throw per. Sh- it's just how far you need to throw per shot to get a birdie. Uh, this is on curds where it's four hundred and twenty feet or greater, so they're longer holes, but specifically open, uh, not wooded. They are open. Um, Eagle McMahon, Calvin Heimberg. Or Gannon Burke. Wow, I can't believe that my pick wasn't even on there. Who was your pick? Aaron Gossage. Are you kidding me? Birdo. Nah, Ooh, no, he Birdo. was on this list, but uh, <laughs> Birdo. he was he was it. high, but all three of these players, I believe, were higher. All right. Um, I mean, Eagle. Why not? Explain it one more time, yeah, if I'm not for me, the for curves. the listeners a little bit. You're saying okay. how far you have so, to throw. Simple, simple thing is long open holes. Mm-hmm. Who's the best? Uh, but okay. what it's technically is, is curds, which is circle and regulations, mm-hmm. distance per shot. How far you need to throw per shot is 420 feet or greater. To be able to get the birdie. So if it's a, yeah, if it's a 500 foot hole, this is, this is part of it. Um, a 500 foot par three, excuse me, because uh, par right. is matters a 450 foot par four would not qualify for this i'll go i'll go uh calvin i do like a calvin pick on this one but so eagle calvin or gannon calvin i'm gonna go eagle and the reason why He's good. Backhand and forehand. Now, his forehand's like a little Simon forehand. Nowadays. Well, now it is, but... Westy's in the chat said he stole the yeah, idea this... from Statmando. Uh, no. Is this regarding no, the 2023 season? Confirm. They invented Just it. Just 2023, majors and elite. <laughs> All right. Majors uh, I'll also elite. go Eagle. All right, is that everyone? Yeah. Yes. The answer is Calvin Heimberg. I need to yes. start picking that. Back uh, strokes gained to target holders for 18. Gannonburr was next at 5.28. Eagle was at 4.26. I was kind of hoping Simon was going to be on that list. No, <laughs> but was it at Deeglo where he was really good at the par fours, but not the par threes? Was that a stat? Uh, I know Owen's Owen's stat got, was, Owen stat didn't get a single two, yeah, one. but didn't Simon yeah. Simon gained a bunch of strokes? Was it on the par fours there? I think it was the par fours, and it was specifically the three out of the last four holes. Those par fours okay. was like absolutely insane. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, uh, but those, you know, again with the own status specifically, you don't need to throw as far for a par four that's only 150 mm. feet longer. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. shorter per shot. Yep. So it, I, I don't know if Deglo is that, but just the yeah. general idea. No, I get what you mean. <clears throat> I mean, all right, like- we're going. To FPO and switching it around, we're going a right to left fairway. 
Again, all distances, but just par threes. We have Kristen Tatar, Missy Gannon, and Haley King. Haley King. H. Kizzle. Kristen. Kristen. I'm doing it this time. I'm not doing it. <laughs> this is when it's going to be Haley, but... Yeah, I know. That's why I'm doing it. All right, it. that was quick. Kristen. Ben? Yeah, not a lot. H. Kizzle. No, Ben, okay. he went H. Kizzle. Uh, the answer is Haley King. Yes, okay. I got two yeah. points. Uh, which I think, yeah, sorry, which I think is great. You got three now. Flipped it right on you. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought that it. might trick people because she's got a good yeah. forehand. Haley King does. So you you think uh, it'd be good at both. But uh, Haley King with 4.15. Missy Gannon with 3.33. Kristen Tatar with 2.57. Oh, obviously, is still a good number, uh, but they got them out behind. They all have played at least 100 holes like that on tour, which is really crazy that it's that big of a difference mm-hmm. all right this is the last official one but then i do have a bonus one if we need to uh so w- points updates i have three i have two. two uh one i came, back. I, I came all the way back I I yeah, casey you Ooh. might be just zero should, right should i do this matt one where you get oh, you five get five points, points. No. It, whoever no this is a whatever you need to question. catch up Sorry, Casey. Should that's have been okay. better. That's all right. Uh, he gets three if he kidding. gets it right. I'll give him one of my harshness. I'll give him one of mine. <laughs> we are looking at holes that are um, that gain elevation. They, I, I don't know the best way to describe that, but they go up. <laughs> uh, if someone can think of a better way to describe an that, elevated uphill up. shot. Yeah, uphill. It's uphill shot. Yeah, it's an uphill shot that's at least <laughs> three hundred and thirty-three feet, and just looking at par threes. Does it have an elevation requirement? It could be a foot up. That's it. As long as it's up. Um, uh, there you can like it's again. This is done subjectively. Okay. You can have a hole that's uh, overall. It can be flat. Um, so if it goes only up by like ten feet, it's probably going to be considered flat. I mean, ten feet's okay. kind of more than you think. But it, think about it like actually uphill. is an uphill. Got mark. it. So like hole ten at um, Maple Golds. Yeah. An uphill yes, shot. that one but is that's definitely now what about hole classified. seven at Maple Hill Gold? I'd say is it's an uphill. uphill shot. I'd say uphill. Dude, hole yeah, eight is an uphill I... shot. <laughs> it is. Hole eight at Maple yeah. Hill is an uphill shot. Reality. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Think about it. That's a good question. So hole seven is considered uphill. I, d- I did pull Maple Hill, but hole eight is not. Again, it's subjectively. Yeah. Uh, would love to map this out because it would be very cool. Yeah. LiDAR, uh, baby. Now. Yeah, would be awesome. Uh, so the names are Ezra Robinson, Kyle Klein, and Nate Sexton. Kyle Klein. Kyle Klein. I'm going. I'm going. My boy Ezra. I'm going Kyle Klein. Uh, uphill shot, 333 feet or more on just par threes. Three Kyle Kleins and one Ezra Robinson locking it in. Why did we all feel good about Kyle? I feel like it's in my head, I'm point. like, that's his throw. So my first year of playing Deglo in yeah. 2019, you I actually played shred with the Kyle, yeah. shred the what, uh, yeah. the uphill shots. The hills, it was yeah. very impressive. Yeah. And I, this I is, just felt like yeah. it was. This is four years ago, and he was I play a lot of directions with Kyle, and yeah. he's, yeah, he throws it far. I put Kyle, obviously put Kyle on, on this list for a reason. Yeah. Uh, but and then w- didn't really think why, but you're making great points. And like Deglo is a good, a good point. He but it's not really the low. answer. You put him on for a reason. You say yeah. I put him on for a reason because he, he is won. good, but it is not the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ezra Robbie, come on, Ezra Robbie, yeah. yes. Penny I got three. Gets the point. Uh, he has six point three. Right, let me bring myself up Nick here to celebrate. <laughs> you can just keep it like second that. on this list with five point oh three, and Kyle Klein's at four point nine two. All fantastic numbers, and that's a lot of strokes to be gained uh, if you think about it. Um, that's like as a Robinson's getting more than the open holes, uh, 
but I mean, then you could argue that mm-hmm. maybe if it's wide open, there's less scoring separation. Cool things all around. Barn burner. Barn burner. Zero for your boy. All right. Nick and Casey, you guys can play this uh, last one, but we'll have the, th- this is how the tiebreaker is going to work. I'm going to say the three names, uh, Matt and Ben. The first one to say who the right answer is gets to lock it in. It, once you say it, you're locking it in. Um, so I'm going to say all three names first, and then I'll say the stat category. Uh, and again, first one to say it gets to lock it in. And I mean, not that it's like the most obvious one, but just saying that's how we're going to deal Kristen. with. No, you guys can't pick the same one. <laughs> Kristen. Uh, yeah. It's MPO, Gannonburr, Calvin Heimberg, Zach Arlinghouse. Okay, Matt, you have all the time in the world to choose between Calvin Heimberg and Zach Arlinghouse. Uh, we're looking at left to right fairways, all distances, par threes. So it fades to the right. Zach Arlinghouse is so specific. I missed the second name. Calvin. Oh, it's uh, Calvin. Calvin Heimberg. It's a lefty? Oh, frick. I thought he's like MD Dexters or something. He is. Um, he throws ready? He <laughs> tries. He does. I'm going to I am forehands. I think it's crazy not to go Gannon or Calvin, but you said I can't go with if he picked Gannon. You can't go Gannon because Ben already locked it up. What? Well, then because I can't do that. Zach Allinghouse. Yeah, I'm going Zach. I mean, I don't want to underplay Calvin's abilities, but like, I, I, yeah, I literally watched one of his reels. I watched one of his reels today. Like he threw like his flip up. Delio, so yeah, Delio, the flip of that's amazing. I don't know if that's a new discraft. I want to hear Nate Doss on DGN commentary saying he's throwing a flip up Delio. <laughs> what is that? Man, I'm sorry, I got lost in all that. You said Zach Allinghouse yeah. officially, yeah, okay. And then Nick, did you want to have a fun answer? Uh, I mean, I would have said I think Gannon, the way that he throws, right. correct answer Gamer. is. Calvin Heimberg. Oh, rubber match. I don't have another question to go through the bonus, so we'll do who's the next uh, best uh, of this list, and that was Gannon Burr. Uh, Calvin Heimberg has 3.98 strokes gained uh, per 18 to Torque Art Holders. Uh, Gannon Burr is at 3.64. Zach Arlinghouse is at 3.51. Man, I knew Casey was going to be on it. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. <laughs> wait, I guess wait. I did, but mm-hmm. I didn't think about this in that way. But, uh, having the lefty slash righty forehand yeah. player on the fade right. Yeah. After mm-hmm. this, why gotcha. why don't we ask Casey in studio two truths, one lie? We should do it later. He has to think of it. All right. I've kissed a girl. I've kissed a guy. <laughs> and I wrote, I wrote. both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's what my brain went, but that would that that's work. My that brain would that wouldn't make sense, I don't think. All right. <laughs> We're really close to closing out. But we're doing this for Casey because he says he's ready to take it down. Oh, we're doing our last one. We did this last week. We're not going to do this every week, everybody. But we think this is we're going to change it up this week a little bit by just asking straight up for Instagram usernames. You literally just have to get it right. There's no multiple choice. Said you're yes be I'm excited for this. It's such a cool game. Is this all of us or just Casey? All of us. Come on. We'll, we'll do all of us. Thank but, you. But We'll just Write have down, honor yeah. system between you guys. Casey says it out loud. The rest of you, yes, that's what I said, or no, that's not what I didn't. Honor system. Okay. All right, but Sounds don't great. say it right away, Casey. But well, if he's quick, he's quick. Oh, he beats you to my. it. All right, here Casey we go. Dis- Ready? Yep. Like chime in when you get ding or something. <laughs> here we go. Instagram username for Ricky Wysocki. Um, that's easy. I think it's underscore Saki Bomb underscore. 
Hold the mic up a little closer. Underscore. Underscore Saki Bomb underscore. Anybody else disagree? Agree? Disagree. I th- okay, disagree. The only I other thought thing, it was Ricky underscore Weiss. I think it's actually, uh, there might be a 13. It might be like Saki Bomb 13. Ding. Ooh, that's my exact First to guess. get it right. Oh, yeah. Casey. Oh, that was a, your guess. Wait, what? No. I, I, I wrote, wrote mine down. down. What is it? Saki Bomb underscore 13. Nope. Just Saki Bomb 13. Saki Bomb. What is up with me and these underscores? Casey got it right. I had Saki Bomb. No, I had Saki Bomb 13 written Wait, is it the first one to say it? Exactly. Yeah, let's one. do the first one to say it. How about that? Okay. That's fun. All right. No screaming. Chime in. I'll call you if you get it. Then we move on. Okay, here we go. Number two. Cole Radolin. Cole underscore Radolin. You got it. Thank yeah. you. I mean. Number three. <laughs> Paul Uliberry. One Uliberry. Yeah. Casey. Oh, one good. That was Casey good. Are we Everyone supposed to chime that, in? But... Well, yeah, we just, were, but now it's just. Fast action. <laughs> now it's just fast. I, I'm kidding. I, I didn't have the one We faster. have a little internet delay for Evan. <laughs> oh, no. Just kidding. We don't. All right. Henna Blumroos. No idea. Um, Blomroos, but the. I think it's like. Zeros. Henna Blomroos. No. Blomroos Henna. I think it's. I think it's Blomroos. Dot DG or something like that? No. Blomroos, Blomroos, Henna, Henna. I'll give you a hint. Henna, Blomroos. Underscore. That's it? Yeah, that's I it. I almost <laughs> said that's it. I put the underscore in for the Henna. I, 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 I flipped it. Straight up her name. Okay, here we go. Uh, number four. There's only... Wait, one, two, three. Number five. This, there's only two left, and I'll give my best pronunciation. Licke Lawrenson. Uh, throw, throw like lucky. Throw, throw underscore like, like underscore lucky. lucky. It's so yeah. long to say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's correct. Throw underscore Good like job. underscore lucky. Finally, Sai Ananda. Sai Ananda. Sai underscore par dot. underscore Ananda. Sai dot par ooh, dot Ananda. Ooh. There it is. Yosh. Ben got it. Sai dot par dot. <laughs> underscore is the way to go. Dots. Oh, Kristen Tatarda's dots too. There's something there. Dots are underscore. Are you an underscore guy or a dot? You know, I was waiting for like the throw, like you were gonna Wait. throw me a curveball, like somebody already changed their username oh, this yeah. off season or something. Chris yeah. Clemente. No, no, not that one. Yeah. I, I have one, I have one for you guys. Yeah. Casey White. Casey White four. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it's Casey White. I it's right the there. All right, Why right. do you have a four? Uh, oh yeah, it's on screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's on screen. Yeah, it's on screen. That's the only reason I knew it. Oh, okay. Were, wow. Thought we were good friends. Were you upset when <laughs> when that uh, when that criminal Casey White got popular? Were you upset because now it, when you search up Casey White, you have to say disc golf? Now. No, because people who have never found my YouTube channel in ever in their life found it and were like, "Hey, you're not the criminal. I'll give you a subscribe." Really? Like, yeah, like That's people crazy. were commenting on my videos What's, like every day. It was like Mac Miller's. What? Manager was Big Germ or something like that. He was like a famous producer named Big Germ, and so a lot of people actually hit up Jeremy Colling, oh. thinking that he's Big Germ, the music oh, really? guy. Oh, I didn't and know that. yeah, I'm, there's some funny story that goes along with that. Okay, but. Um, I I would like to quiz the room because Do I'm it. pretty certain about some of these. What is Emerson Keith's Instagram? Emer Daddy. Emer Daddy 44. No. Emerson, uh, Emerson, Emerson, underscore TX. Yes, he's got T-X. it. Okay, next one. Ready? Yep. Holland Hanley. We oh, did we did this one. one. It was like Hall seven underscore seventeen. Hall seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah we, we did this did one last one. week. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me think of one more. One more. I thought of doing the game this way too. What's I Simon's? think it's pretty good. That's Simon underscore. Simon was off. We already did. Let's pull me Biff. Hall underscore Biff. Ah man, come on. Give me one more. I'm just trying to think of literally anybody on tour. Isn't it hard to think up in the What moment? is Jeff Bricks on his Brick, name? No Brick idea. House. Brick, yeah, Brick House. Yeah. Something. How did I know oh, that? I don't know, but yeah. let's go. 
I don't know, Jeffrey. How about what Trevin? Ooh, Trevin Crow. Trevin one one oh seven or something. No, it's Trevin oh seven one one. Oh wait, <laughs> oh, what? What is my memory? How about what is my memory? That's crazy. Bradley Williams. Yeah, it's so funny, man. I was literally about B. to say Willie. what is Bradley um, Williams. Wow, Bradley DG. Cl- you're is on the right Bradley track. Disc golf? Bradley Disc Golf. Bradley yeah. Disc Golf. Yeah. So yeah. same yeah. same deal. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, Nick Carl. Disc golf, Nick Carl. The 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 <laughs> the worst the worst thing to ever try and tag somebody is to have to type out all of disc golf before you can finally go N I C and then he's changed his profile picture so you're like oh my god am I even tagging the right pop one? Up when you ta- oh I guess no, I start typing Nick usually type yeah. disc golf N I C. Paul's always said that he's like when are you just gonna change the freaking name to Nick Carl and I was like I don't know I just always forget just about do it. it yeah Nick Carl point. I start typing Nick and probably sometimes it, yeah. sometimes it works how about this one Terry D Miller. Terry the disc golf guy. guy? The disc golf guy. Oh, yeah. No, that was Actually, so awesome. How about Philo? Oh What's Philo's? Philo. Team Philo. Oh, yeah. it's Philo. Yeah. Oh, team Philo. Team Philo. Yeah, right. oh, yeah. Team Philo. Yeah. So nasty, guys. Yeah. Uh, Parker Welk. <laughs> disco. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh really? That yeah. Disco. Y'all are too... F- I need time to think, and then I can you do You got good. the sound oh, delay, Evan. Sorry. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Co- no, Corey. I got the brain delay. Chain antagonist. Corey. Chain underscore. Oh, antagonist. shout out Corey. Just won an A tier. Fall colors down in Virginia. Wow. So there are still tournaments going on, but. Uh, all right. James Conrad. James, James Conrad three. Yeah. I, I, James I, I. underscore Conrad underscore. I, 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 I. That's the only part I know. I, I, Oh, okay. Let's see. Is there anything we missed uh, that we should talk about? Um, not really. Is there anything, uh, I, Casey? I, yes, I would like to say something. Anything. All right. Well, uh, we were just talking on Saturday, Matt and I, at Team Challenge. Oh, yeah. Sorry about handing you a loss, our team to your team. Just saying. I won you both know. my matches. You okay. got no, nobody to say sorry to team here. Sport. But, All right, fine. Um, yep. Fine. I know that you said that your sons aren't really fans. Like, they're not, like, hardcore fans. However... They're hardcore fans of the sport. Yes, but, like, they're not, like... They don't choose somebody... Yeah, exactly. But you're in the house... And, and they're I listening upstairs. I think you might need some wall art. <gasps> so I brought in a Skywalker. Oh, they, they will absolutely. Are you giving that, that to them? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. They will, they will love that. So when I say not a fan of an individual, they're a fan of the sport. And any event that they're at, if someone like you, um, and I don't mean to underplay who you are, but like a Ben Calloway walks over and he goes, here's a patch off my bag. Do you do that kind of stuff? Like, hand, like you're doing, you're handing out a disc here. I mean, like at MVP, the Skywalker just came out and I gave away like 10 at when I finished on 18 Very at cool. the final round. Like I threw him out into the crowd, but like, I usually have everything I need for a very important tournament round when I play a tournament <laughs> round. So I can't just like surrender any item yeah. that I have because I have everything I need and right. I don't want to carry anything more. True. Like, Simon doesn't care about discs, so what's a disc to him? He just chucks them away, gives the whole bag away. Well, that's very cool that you brought that. They're uh, going to love that, and it's really, really nice of and you. And I, where can they get those? Uh, you can get a Skywalker at DiscGolf978, first of all. Ooh. The best. But you can also get them at DiscMania.net. There should still be some available. This is the purple and blue. I bagged oh, the uh, man, the looks really good. Go full screen on it. We want to see that. Hold that. Yeah, there you pale go. Pale green, the radish. But look hey, at that. The radish. Skywalker. Yeah, what a beauty. I can't see the camera. We okay. can see it. It's yeah, nice. It All right. And uh, one more thing, though. Uh, I have, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but all year long I've been repping these uh, Casey White socks. Dude, oh, I what? thought they were Nike Leafs. From Top Flight Disc Golf. Uh, you should check out Top Flight Disc Golf. Ben, do you need any socks? They look like Nike Elites, and that's why I like them, but they got my logo on them. and. 
They're pretty cool, but I brought you guys each oh, a pair no. of socks. This Here, is look. Ben's foot, everybody. No, it just made its way into camera. You guys. Come on. Oh, Casey, guy. what a guy. Oh, Man, guy. You just took all three, bro. You're what a guy. The week hey. I don't come in studio. Yeah. 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 I actually brought the fourth pair for you, Evan, right here. But oh, nice. Yo, I need so I literally don't have socks on. Fifteen percent polyester. Five percent. Yeah, check out Top Flight Disc Golf if you want a cool pair of socks with my logo on them. Wow. The whole time I thought you were wearing custom Nike Elites, and I'm like, that is the coolest thing ever. Because Nike Elites were like, they basically are. No, they are. I'm just saying, like, I thought they were from Nike. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, keep thinking that. Top flight, baby. No, we, guys, if you were in middle school or like me, Nike elites were like the hot commodity. Goated. With this, <laughs> it, with this, the, that all of us? With this design on the back is what I'm saying, is what it's referencing. They cost Scott. the same amount as Nike elites. True. Speaking of <laughs> Santa, Santa, Santa Claus, speaking of Santa Claus, are you doing Vlogmas, Casey? What's Absolutely up? Absolutely not. No? All right. <laughs> not a chance. I was a slave to my phone for a month last year, and I didn't even have a girlfriend back then, and now I do. So there's not, no, I, I just can't do it. It's yeah, like, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, and it's like terrible weather, and I'm trying to convince myself that playing disc golf is a good idea. I'm also trying to convince myself that sitting in front of a camera for 30 minutes blabbing on about nonsense is a good idea. Like, it's just, it, it was so tough. I'm glad that I did it just yeah. to know that I know I'm capable of doing it, and I'm not just like a bitch forever. But like, I don't know. I'm just like, uh, I'll just do my normal pace and not not exhaust myself when it's supposed to be like relaxing off-season time. Uh, I got a quick question. Wesley's actually brought it up a couple times, but he said next week pace of play rule change. What's the massive rule change in pace of play? Do we know off the uh, top? Yeah, of the whole card yep. is can going, be warned. Yes, and it's like oh, hold a hole. It's hold a hole. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not likely that's going to happen unless a TD drives out there or like a tournament official. That's We've not had my to understanding. Do it. Yeah, but I'm I, saying at like a local tournament, gotcha. it's rare, right? I mean, I don't see it happening, but I am actually. I don't know. I think everybody else needs to just like take their time a little bit more. I think that I am a very fast player, yeah. but like I'm all for taking some time when it really counts and when it really matters. That's and my take. The way the reason that I take as long as I or the reason I don't take long at all is because I feel like I need some time when I really need it that on the shots I don't need it. I'm just going to throw. Oh, I just thought of another idea. Crazy as it is. And Evan, I know we talked about this. We're not going to get deep into it right now. We've actually had this podcast topic a lot, Casey. I know you haven't been a part of it, but I think there's either you hand somebody one or two times around where they can opt for extra time that, or I don't know if Casey said this, but to bank bank your extra time so like if you're throwing oh, in like terrible idea if you throw so i'm sorry if you throw in like five seconds casey and you want to have more down the road i'm going 55 on the next one yeah if he throws <laughs> if he throws within five seconds he does have extra time another 25 no. seconds uh, oh yeah. i thought you were just saying you would want more time casey well no i am more in favor of like the i am calling extra time not like saying you how many how many seconds did i use on that shot because no no one, but i'm I, using the my, leftovers yeah i'm saying give, you, maybe you missed this the first take i said was give you one or two yeah. times or you get to choose yeah, that i've actually around. talked about that with dave Feldberg. okay I all right we're on the same idea. page okay good it was the second I noted i disagree they but do, i will they not do it in go poker and i don't i don't care for it it's 30 just, seconds is a lot of time. Geez, to imagine put a, this. There's a time, like a lot of time to put a 15, 20-footer. I'm telling yeah, you, it's yeah. a lot of time to put a 20-footer. Uh, How come they have timeouts in every other sport? I'm, I'm talking every TV other sport. Yeah, I was going to say TV, TV commercials. commercials. That's like, the that's only the reason. reason there's timeouts. One of the main yeah, ones. Yeah, there's... 
there's some, but like yeah. that's why they had more timeouts. That's why the NBA has like seven per half or whatever. Uh, Just saying, there's yeah. a time and a place where you need more time, and someone should be able to make that decision. You know, they did that at Music City Open this year, and I don't know. They probably they might have done it at other tournaments where they said before the lead car was going off. Hey, when you're walking from hole three to four, once you get to hole four, don't throw right away. Hmm. We have a TV break going on. <laughs> so chill out for a minute. Everyone hated it. Yeah. You just sit that there for. Really bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, really. That, that's really bad. Yeah. In yeah. college football, they do it. They have TV commercial. Oh, breaks. NFL, it happens. Every, yeah. every sport. Large sport. If you, like if you go to. Yeah. If you go to any sport, like I, I went to a lot of college football games. Uh, Sco Buffs. We were on a lot of <laughs> the uh, Pac-12. We're on the Pac-12 network, which is like the conference local channel. You have like it would be a breeze. It's like going to a high school game when ESPN or Fox would come into town and broadcast the game, which happens a lot more now with uh, Coach Prime. But when they're there, you notice the difference because the TV timeouts feel like they're eight minutes long. Like there's more TV (laughs) timeouts. It's like you're there. You notice a noticeable difference when you're watching it as a fan. And it stinks real bad. Oh, being on, yeah, yeah, being, being there, the there, players, everybody. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just you're so yeah. bored. There's no service. You're cold a lot of the time. <laughs> That's almost like playing oh. and being like, it's, "Wow, why are you taking so long on a 25 footer?" No. That's how I feel. That's I'm like, like playing what with am I doing? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm saying I'm doing. We like playing with you, but uh, I'm saying for the the far, not for the slow player. I'm saying for the player who has a situation that arises where. For whatever reason, and you're gonna say I'm I'm not gonna get into it because the point is I'm trying to make is I just feel like there should be one or two options per round where you're like I need that maybe one just give them one option. Per so round. my pet peeve is actually the person who needs the extra time is taking the extra time or giving him the extra yep. time. The problem is he's wasting his time that he's taking by apologizing for taking so long. <laughs> Stop apologizing. Now, uh, Big Germ did it like first uh, hole of the tournament Idlewild. And he like sorry, just landed in a weird spot, like where he didn't know what side of the tree and like was just trying to line it up. And like, I can't tell you how many times he said, I'm sorry, I'm taking so long, guys. I'm like, well, did he walk from his lie to yes. then on the fairway yes. to his cart and then back to his lie and yes. then back to his cart and oh, then back no. to his lie? Get rid of carts. Get rid of carts. Oh, right. interesting. Like, oh, take, yeah. your, your car could go anywhere on the fairway on that. No, I'm saying, but if you land in a bad spot, my thing is if you land no. in a bad spot, he's not pulling his cart into the rough. A bad and spot you got on the car wild is just not circle two. <laughs> no, it's just, yeah, it's just, but it's like on the right hand side we're talking about, yeah, right? But like, yeah. I mean, a bad spot on yeah. a really, really easy hole. That's yeah. the thing. Like, you're so scared to not birdie this hole. Yeah. Like, that's what hole one of wild yeah. is, no, which I, is why I didn't birdie it the first two rounds. Oh, you make me feel so much better about myself in a way. I played it a few times and I, I yeah. yeah, I got it that third round and there you uh, go. I got the cash by one. Hey. All right. So we one. started yeah. late, so I was realizing it's fine, but we don't have as long of an episode. But I just want to close out with this because I forgot it last week. And I know we have a lot of European listeners like we do. And we appreciate them. And we don't mean to hold it till the end of the show like this. But we're not going to get deep into this. But the topic does revolve around the fact that the European tour is like becoming more legitimate, right? Legitimate. Like it's announced that. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it in, in America. <laughs> They're like, why is he talking weird? Um, but if that's the case in the European tour, let's just say all funding. I'm not saying this is the case, but all funding ends up becoming a lot more equal, whether you're in the US or you're in Europe, right? You go play an event there, you play here. Does that mean, and I think it's going to be this way as we get further down the road in disc golf, so players are going to have way more options in the sport to choose for events, way more. And it's going to be 
I don't want to say saturated, but it's going to be so much more opportunity that I guess my question is in the future, are we going to always see every player at each event? Now I know we're dabbling a little bit now with seeing some players choose not to play. I'm not quite talking just that. I guess I'm saying based off of a player will play this event and some other player will choose a different event, not necessarily take the time off. So I'm saying with the more events that come on an equal level playing field, are we going to start seeing uh, more of that? Like we're, it's it, there's a tour, but there's so much opportunity that not every player goes to every event. There are all different events, you know. Like that's the future, right? I think that that is. I mean, I don't know. It's it's probably possible. Whether or not it would be like a good or a bad thing, I have no idea. How easy it would be for those said players to just like I don't know individualize. Like this is my tour, and then like I don't know. I I I see it as. The United States already has so many spots in the country that are completely untouched by the Disc Golf Pro Tour that, like, if half of the United States players just, like, pick to skip the western half of the United States, mm -hmm. then you know, it's, like, I don't know. There's mm -hmm. just going to be people that are upset, and that's <laughs> fine. They, they, they have the right to be upset. But at the same mm -hmm. time, like, these players, like Paul Ulibarri, he's been doing this since 2008. He's been to every corner of the country 16 times over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Like, time for something new if these big events are asking for the players to come overseas then by all means right that's kind of what i'm getting at and i was and i saw someone actually just comment this but my my thought process when i saw this uh coming up that maybe the pro tour is gonna start funding these and like becoming much bigger like i'm going well why wouldn't a player of a great caliber and i'm not saying europe's easy but the field right now at a stacked event in the U.S. Yeah. is much harder. And I don't think anyone argues with that. I'm not saying. Yeah, it's not even close. Right. It's not well, even close. There's there's good quality of player. I'm not saying there's not like good players, but I'm saying the strength of the field. Right, I Evan? Don't, I don't mean to knock him, but look at the European Championships. Dennis Augustin, Augustin took it down mm -hmm. by a lot, a lot, a lot. And then got almost dead last at the USGDC. No offense, but like mm -hmm. it is a good comparison. So if you could, Casey, win just as much, technically the tier as a pro tour, whether it's an elite or elite plus or whatever they call it, the tier was the same. Granted, you got to get a ticket and you got to be over there. But like, wouldn't it make sense for play? This is my point. If the opportunity of events grows significantly, look at the PGA. You don't see every good player at the same event every time, unless it's a massive event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's a mat, and those ones I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the regular tour yep. event. You're so, like, yeah, is that is that going to happen? And then, like, it's I think it's going to happen. I don't know when. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't think to that extent because they kind of had that with silvers and then yeah. intentionally got rid of them. So now, like, the schedule is lighter to get people at uh, at each event they want to, and then the schedule like you can make your schedule deeper if you want you can go play in between a tiers like that that seems like the intention on the u.s side um i still think that's the plan but there is a chance which is part of your point matt that i do think players will hop over to europe a little bit earlier or maybe pick and choose when to go over to europe to get some you know extra points you know they still haven't come out with the point structure of exactly how those will work uh, they said that there's uh, tour card spots, there's tour championship spots up for grabs. Who knows what you need to do? You might need to win or you might need to get top five. I think like someone right on the cusp of making the tour championship who didn't get it. Like I think like a Robert Burridge had a yeah. great season, fell just short, was like 34th place or something like that. 
he could go over to Europe for just two extra weeks, try to get himself a, let's say a top five. And if that gets him enough points to make the tour championship or gets him that automatic spot, that's very well worth it. Mm-hmm. You see people do that for USDGC already. They will pick out events to get that USDGC mm-hmm. spot. They'll see a late event late in the year where they're like, Hey, this is a great one to get it earned. I think that's going to be the same deal. So uh, Casey mentioned the West coast. I wouldn't be surprised to see people skip the West coast to get out to Mm. Europe, but the way they did it is I'm, I'm pretty sure there's no overlapping weekends between the North American tour and the Europe tour. Uh, So it's not like you pick this event in Europe or this event in the U S but because it's kind of alternating weeks, it's not like you're going to fly back and forth. to do it. I I don't think someone's going to go play. uh, I don't know if it is an event, but the Belgian open and then come back and go play Jonesboro or however it works. That is a year. Yeah. Yeah, The Belgian open. I knew it was a European uh, pro tour, Euro tour last year. So Mm. I was going off of something, but I don't think people are going to be hopping that much, but I do think it's going to be like a, I mean, kind of similar to Paul Macbeth last year, but maybe not to that full extent, which is like, Hey, after we finish the, you know, Southeast slash kind of Midwest, instead of going out to, you know, OTB and Portland open as great of events. Those are, it makes sense to hop over to Europe a little bit early. And I, I think more people are going to follow that. So yes, we won't see the best players at all the events because they choose to do something else, but not quite PGA level. Yeah. I I don't know. It was just something my brain started wandering on. I'm like, if the, if the level is going to be, and it's arguable that the level will be the same. I'm not saying like right out of the gate, but like if that gets to that place, payouts are great the points you're not losing out on any you know what i mean the conversation will always go back to though you make a better name for yourself if you beat the larger majority of competitors Mm -hmm. though so like that's always going to be weighed out like we'll even talk about an event way more if all the players are there versus not just because it's branded pro tour or elite doesn't necessarily mean we're like yeah that's the big one so that's always going to be part of the conversation too yeah, and a, and a quick note for just your point of the strengths of the fields. I mean, we have the the you know field strength uh, ranking system at Stab Mando. Looking at the best European event, which for both MPO and FPO was the European Open. Uh, in MPO, it was the 15th strongest event of the season, and in FPO, it was the 23rd strongest event of the season. Um, so the strongest fields are still in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, even with this major, where many you know North American players jump over or Europeans decide to return back to Europe to play who are in, you know, the U S tour. Uh, it's, it's still not the same fields, but I think if the disc golf pro tour puts you know, more money in advertising and disc golf network coverage and tour card spots and tour championship spots, I think you can push the needle a little bit more, but I would be surprised if it's, if it's an equal field to, let's say the counterpart either the week before or after in the U S. Evan, I got a uh, stat for you. Do you know who won the 2023 hey, Belgian Open? Was that Mari Vilman? No, That's a good guess. That was a great uh, guess. He freaking dominated for a little bit. I believe it was Tamo yeah. Dalekainen. Uh, is that Big T? or No, no, no. That's Truzvik. <laughs> Truzvik is oh, okay. the big T- <laughs> team in of a Europe manager. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, no, Damo Talakainen, he's a young kid. He's sponsored by Prodigy. I played with him in the European <laughs> Open. Let's go. That's double T right there. Double T. All right. Oh, and getting ready to close out, I want to shout out uh, my doubles partner at this last weekend. Steven. Yes, Steven. Learning. Incredibly good player. He just turned 18 oh, on really? Saturday. Um, I think. I don't know if you saw how far he was throwing. I was, unfortunately. Was it? You feel very small. Do you think he can throw 550? Easy. Okay, easy. All right, there we go. He's throwing far, which is a big deal, but think to yourself, hole 14. He got the solo two 
on Saturday on hole 14. What do you mean? Oh, you mean? I mean, I threw the same shot. So technically, two on that hole. Okay, so technically, I set him up so he could go green light, but he got the two. That's sick. Who got the two? Also, you said Jano and Billy P. They threw it in. Oh, okay, so, throwing. Okay, Jano. He did a like a God, step jumper. Count. Yeah, it was probably like eighty or ninety, but yeah. still he got it. Wow, that's sick. Yeah. All right. Anyway, shout out to him. I just saw him in the chat. There you go, Stephen. Happy birthday to you again. Good seeing you out there, birthday. Nick. You want to close it out? Absolutely. Everybody, thank you for tuning in and uh, dealing with us for another Monday night episode one sixty four. Once again, presented by Cosmic DG. Thank you to all the sponsors who helped make the show happen. Thank you for all of you guys coming into our show week in and week out, hanging out in the chat. Thank you for Casey to coming in. Uh, Evan up in New Hampshire. Ben, we don't have a camera for him tonight. Matt, <laughs> Matt and Ben for fixing everything Line that we needed man. fixing tonight. Um, just really appreciate all you guys. We love you guys a ton. So don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on the video. Tell someone you love them this week. Catch you in the next one. That's right. Hey, Casey, it was really cool having you in. Ben, you're awesome. Casey, you're awesome. Nick, you're awesome. Evan, you're awesome. Peace out, everybody. The Nick and Matt Show, a disc golf podcast designed for you, the disc golfer. Find the Nick and Matt Show on your favorite podcast platforms or join the conversation live on YouTube.